Hey guys, welcome to Future Creatures DTF. I am your host, Jordana, and we have another host, amazing host, Sam. Hello. We're somewhere. <laughs> yes, somewhere. <laughs> I always try to like get that right. I'm like, he's over here. He's over there. <laughs> which How, way did he go? Which uh, way did he go? Sam, I feel like we have not recorded in a hot minute, and I am really excited to chat tonight. Yeah, the, the I mean, so one of the things that maybe we've never announced, and it was probably very poor announcing on our part, but <laughs> but for those who listen to us, we've just we've decided to try and do one week of of regular episode, one week of live on some platform, usually Instagram. So that's why it may seem like these episodes are like, well, they're coming out like uh, you only get one every other week. That's a weird podcast. It's because we're doing like a live and then a regular one and then a live and then a regular one. Yes. Um, which our last live, minus the fact that I, I had to be like, my phone's dying, uh, <laughs> uh, was very well received. I had uh, people that um, I know uh, were coming and saying, like, it was really good. They, um, My friend Blue's in love with your voice. I can tell you that. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I feel like our lives are so much fun because we're so, like, because we think alike and we have such, like, common taste in things and distaste in things that it's so easy for us to just you know, talk about whatever. And then it's awesome to talk to everyone else that's watching and, Oh yeah. You know, do all that. So, well, and then, and then we get like our regulars on there that we've kind of now, like, I mean, people that we sort of know, but I feel like we're getting to know them better and better. Cause like, you know, there's, there's people like Bella who come every single time and kale and uh, a lot of our friends who are just feel like are, we're getting to know better through it. It's, it's a fun experience. I love doing the lives. I think that, we should definitely, you know, incorporate them more in different pl platforms and see who we can find out there. But, you know, we'll still. Well, do if Streamyard could get their shit together, we could do we could do a live every episode. But, but we're here. To, I mean, let's let's start before we get into our topic. We haven't talked in a while. You've been going all over the place doing all kinds of crazy shit. Uh, <laughs> so. I know, and I'm really happy about our topic tonight because I feel like that ties in with how this week has gone. So. <laughs> I'm really excited I, for that. <laughs> yeah, it, I think it feels like, I mean, that's 100% like, okay, so we'll get to it. We're talking like comfort, like comfy move, comfort, like when you're you're sick or hungover or tired or just you had a shit, you know, day and you're just like, I'm taking this day for myself. I'm doing, yes. I'm doing jack shit all day. <laughs> I'm going to like lounge around. I'm yep. going to, you know, wear comfy clothes. I'm going to watch my movies that make me happy. And I'm going to, mm -hmm. you know, whatever I'm going to indulge in food and not worry about calories or like things like that. Like yes. that's what we're talking today. And I think that you and I, at least, I mean, I drank last night, so I, I'm like, so today I'm like, Bleh. and then you've been going everywhere. What have you been up to? So let's tell the people what you've been up to. So I think this is like the best like self-care was what we're going to talk about. You know what I mean? Because yes. we, we, you need that. But so so this week, I mean, Juneteenth, we had off and our our family came down and I, I my liver was screaming like I, I'm, I'm taking <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking a break drinking from now until next weekend, because I think we drank pretty much every single day. So we played beer pong. No. I mean, okay. No. Wait. Wait. Did you? Because we talked about this on the on. I think the live. Mm -hmm. Did you play the real way? That's gross and disgusting. Or did you sip the beer? 
No, and I brought that up. I was like, we're doing water, but we had to play. It <laughs> and there was like a little bit of mouse turds out there because we saw a mouse crawling into the cans mm. and like a little mouse. But my sister-in-law was like, cause I don't even know how the hell she saw it, but she's like, ah, I started screaming and I'm like, what are you screaming at? And I see these little two legs and these little butt going into the cans. It was this little mouse. Oh, that's just like just like extra taste for the beer. <laughs> I like, oh my god! So we like washed the balls, but we threw it into the water and we took a drink. But they were still grossed out by the balls possibly hitting the mouse poop, hitting the cup. I don't know. It was just a weird OCD connection of germs. It's absolutely the way you should play. It's just I, we were talking about how like we all like when we were growing up. It's just we would like. <laughs> You know, drinking out of the same cups and the balls are falling on the floor where people are walking with their tennis shoes. It's just fucking disgusting if you really think about it. I don't think I could physically bring myself to do it now with how uh, germaphobic I am. But, Mm -hmm. like, back then I used to be like, yeah, you're sick. Not a big deal. We'll play. That's all right. (laughs) I need someone on my team. Does it matter? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, like, money. Like, quarters. Remember, like, when you play with Uh quarters? Yep. Like, and how disgusting money is, like... It's one of the Ugh. dirtiest things like on the planet. <laughs> and here we are. Boop. Yeah. So nasty. But like we had such a fun time and I think we played it like pretty much every single night that they were here. I think. Well, that's awesome. I think, I think we gave, oh, we went and saw the flash. Thoughts. Um, It was the first DC movie that I actually had an emotional reaction to. It was short. Hmm. Um. I didn't, I didn't mind it. I think I enjoyed that one out of the DC um, universe, but I'm still super bitter about the MCU getting rid of Kang. Uh, oh, DC Jonathan letting Majors. Ezra Miller do whatever the fuck he wants and, and still, you know, keep his flat. I mean, and that's just, but that's just me. I think it's kind of like. Yeah, and but I think at least from what I'm reading, I don't think that that's going to be an issue because J- James Gunn officially announced that the Flash is the end of the DC EU or DC. I don't know what the fuck it is. it's the end of all the shit he didn't do, and yep. now he he's starting over. And since I've from what I've heard, the the money that the Flash is making, while it looks good, like oh they made fifty five million dollars, they're like we spent like a half a billion you know <laughs> like yeah i heard it's tanking so, really bad yeah so I, I don't think mr ezra will be back uh i think uh I, I think that uh they were like just they're cutting bait on this they're like we got to make as much fucking money back as we can with it and just and just bear the you know kind of we know people are going to bitch about it because a lot of people are ma- mad at him and rightfully so or them and rightfully yeah. so uh i think they're just like we got to just bite the bullet and see what we can do. <laughs> I mean, there were some pluses like Michael Keaton be coming back as Batman was pretty cool to see. I was totally into that. Yeah. I um, haven't seen it. I want to see it, but I'm not like going to run. I'll, I'll wait till it's on HBO in like a month. <laughs> I was going to say, I would wait to do that. <laughs> and then, yeah. uh, so to round out the week, we took Rosalind, my daughter out of school and we surprised her. We took her to Pennsylvania to see descendants. Cause that's like her favorite band. And, um, we tricked her thinking she was going to Buffalo. Every time there was a sign that would say like, Oh, road work, Philly, this and that. I'd be like, Oh my God, did you see that truck? And she'd be like, what? And she'd turn and look and I'd make up a story. And every single time, like Greg was in the front seat cracking up. He's just like, Oh my God, <laughs> like how, how is this working? And then in a nutshell, 
we went to go get food and we're walking. I didn't realize like where the theater was, where the show was going to be. And we're walking down and I see the marquee and I'm like, fuck. So I'm like, well, we need to, maybe we should go back here and, you know, find something to eat. And we turn and we see Carl, the bass player standing there. Now, my husband has been a Descendants fan since he was a teenager. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So we're walking and he's like, oh, and I just see him freeze and he's pointing and I'm like, stop. Cause it's so, it's so embarrassing. And he's like just sitting there on his phone looking and he put his phone down and Greg's like, I am so sorry, but you're amazing. And then Rosalind's just like, <laughs> she, so like Carl, the bass player ruined the surprise in the best way. I think it's worth it. I think that's worth it. Yeah. Now, yeah. The, I mean, Roz, I know. So first of all, Roz is like the coolest kid ever for you know, being into like, you know, old school, like punk. Uh, that's awesome. First of all, but like, did she recognize, like, did she recognize uh, him or was it just, was it just your husband? So she, she did because like they watched the descendants, they watched the documentary. Like she okay. watches the videos. Like she, she knew him over me. Like I, I knew he was in a band, but I didn't know it was Carl. Cause I knew that there was Steph and Bill Milo and, and Carl, but he didn't look, to me the same but um, it, it's impressive i would say because i even for myself even in like my favorite bands i'm gonna be yeah. honest with you like i probably just recognize the lead singer <laughs> like I, i'd be like i don't know i'd just be unless it's like an iconic one like you know that made themselves like bigger than just guitar player you know like it would like, like Slash or something yeah dave yes. Grohl, and it was packed i think they went way past capacity at one point I had to grab this drunk girl because she kept trying to push by Roz. And like, I, I get, you know, we brought her to a, a punk rock show, but people are so nice there, but she just kept like trying to push through. And I grabbed her arm and I was like, she has a fucking cast. And that she's like, Oh, and then <sighs> my sister-in-law, she went out to, cause she vapes. She went out to vape. And that same girl like grabbed her when she was walking away. And Andrea thought it was me. She turned around and, and she, the girl's like, you know, made a face at her and Andrew's like, who are you? <laughs> and she, the girl like waved at her and like took off. So it was very strange. But I mean, for the most part, Rosalind knew every word to every song. The set list was amazing. Uh, they played a song that I wanted them to play. So it was just an amazing night. And it was my um, sister-in-law's first concert. She's never been to a concert before. I mean, that's crazy to me but i have met people that are like that like they're just like yeah. oh, i've never i've never gone and i'm like like anything like i mean like not even like you know a little a, a band down at the you know a shitty band down at the fucking bar or <laughs> like like i mean there's a lot of range between that and like a taylor swift concert like you, you you've done none of nothing <laughs> like, well, that's she said that she's like i've done because like greg was in six bands from his hometown so she's like i've been to small shows but i've never been to an actual concert and i would because her anxiety which i uh, as i get older i kind of see it oh a hundred percent as i like i said i don't think i will ever do a festival again i'm done with festivals because of that reason like it's yeah just, I, it's i'm just, like it's not worth it i'm like fuck it like <laughs> yeah and sometimes you know it's like this was definitely worth it but now i like really have to think about shows because before if it was like I had any sort of interest I would go I'd spend the money and I would go now I'm like we didn't go to Ashanti we Ashanti to... yep. yep 
we were supposed to go see her and we decided not to go just because i mean it was like super ex- the tickets were kind of expensive and mind you it was a small venue but like i don't know we just that's like that's being an adult it's growing up and <laughs> we had to like ration what we wanted to do but then i found out buster rhymes and 50 cent are playing at an amusement park and it's 24 dollars. so oh well that's yeah that's for, for that's a for sure one right there yeah, I try to rope Andrea into going. I'm like, do you want to go see 50 Cent and Buster Rhymes? She's like, I honestly don't even know if I know a Buster Rhymes song. I was like, get the fuck out of my car. <laughs> <laughs> get. Have you seen him versus Michael Myers? That's all that matters. Uh... Exactly. But so that was that's my week and I'm exhausted, but it was worth every second. But you're on vacay. What have you been doing? Nothing. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've been just doing stuff around the house, my usual thing, uh, and, uh, trying to stay somewhat active, although on vacation, it's like, well, you know, um, but not much, but it does lead to, I would say both of our days, me, because I was, uh, being a, uh, a, a enjoying adult beverages last night. You yes. just, well, from a lot of beverages o- over a compounded time and uh and um you're just uh you know your general running around we're both fucking tired whooped. <laughs> we're whooped assholes right now <laughs> so we are doing a whole theme on just comfort uh relaxing like again you're this is what the kind of shit we like to do watch It'd probably be a lot of movies let's be honest yes. but um yes. uh <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I mean, basically, uh, we're just talking, uh, we're talking comforts and, uh, things that just, uh, I don't, I almost said pleasures and I'm like, that sounds far <laughs> too, no, uh, <laughs> a, a, a pleasure dungeon. <laughs> uh, it's just like a box of Twinkies. Uh, I was just going to say, which is like candy and fucking Gardettos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I guess. Uh, what, what do you want? Where do you want to start? Do you want to start with uh, with what we like to watch? What we like to wear? What do you where do you want to start? So why don't we like lead into? Why don't we start with like the base of how we transition into like watching our movie? So what we would, you know, slip into what we'd grab from the kitchen, and then what we're gonna sit down and watch. Okay, fair enough. Like this, the stages of our self care comfort <laughs> time. <laughs> fair enough um you want to go first um sure uh so for me when when i'm like in the the mode of snacking uh and i'm gonna be seated for a pro a long period of time elastic like elastic 12 to 14 hours yeah (laughs) minimum (laughs) just 12 to 14 yeah (laughs) minimum i like elastic i like sweatpants you know what i mean like you have to get those like ones that you've been wearing for a couple of years kind of ripped a little bit and then um look a big comfy top i i, I can't no bra i don't know for any girls <laughs> listening but like that's self-care time is no bra time Boobies i i i would say i think that is uh that, that's that's gonna be pretty universal across the board uh i think yes. <laughs> i don't know of anyone uh uh male or female uh that is like I, you know what's comfortable more restrictions like, <laughs> yes let me put on tidy whities real quick and just contain the balls yeah um but yes that's, yeah that's my go-to 
I mean, for my, I mean, mine, I'm literally wearing it. <laughs> it's yeah. uh, it, it's it's whatever T-shirt I grab, which right now I'm rocking my lovely Cornholio Beavis shirt. Uh, and it. it's a it's a pair of basketball shorts. Uh, and that's that's it. Like, like that's I'm, I'm not I, I don't know about you. This is kind of a weird thing to talk about. But for all the foot pleasure people out there, yes. since yeah. we're talking about pleasure, <laughs> uh if I'm in my house, I am not wearing socks. I am not wearing shoes. I am like they, it's, as far as I'm concerned, they really shouldn't exist. <laughs> like, I have a hatred for socks. I fucking hate socks. I am that gross hog that does not wear socks in my vans, the slip ons. I don't give a shit if they stink. I'll buy another pair, but you will not catch me in slip on shoes with fucking socks. I do, but only because I don't want to destroy them, like you said, because the yes. uh, the odor the odor can become just, just horrendous, like one of the worst. I had a pair that, like, I don't even know what happened recently, and I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm trying to save them. I put, you know, you like you freeze them. I don't know if you ever heard that. It gets smell out of shoes. You put your shoes in the freezer, and it helps. I have heard that. Yeah, so you do that. You throw some baking soda in there, and I left them in there for like a month. Those things came out like fucking cinder blocks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> were they still stinky? Uh, they were pretty good at that point. I think that, that, that it's it's been it's been neutralized, but I still try not to wear them because they are my favorite pair. So, I you know what I used to when we another factor that came into the mix is when we lived in our old house, we had a really nice set of uh, a wash and dryer. Mm -hmm. Where you could actually, you know, wash your shoes and you could put them in the dryer like on a rack. So when we moved, you know, the cost of living was a little bit more down. I mean, not the cost, but the, the house size because it's like it's a lot bigger than our old house. So we had to kind of get like bare minimum and I can't wash my sneakers now. So it's just kind of like a, a sporadically wearing the vans because vans are expensive. Let's be real. But I don't mind going to Walmart buying a cheap pair of fake C's. The knockoff ones. Yeah. yeah. My husband yeah, has a pair for, for like eight years and he's, and they, I, I, they're still going strong. So they're totally fine shoes. I'm not one. Uh, I know like I have friends that spend so much fucking money on shoes. I, I always have pretty much, I have three pairs Yeah, and I've had, I have one pair of docks that I, I buy those and those last me like fucking 10 years. Yeah. Uh, I have a pair of, uh, every year I buy one pair of vans, uh, you know, mm -hmm. like 40, 60 bucks. Yeah. And then I have an old pair of slip ons that I just throw on when I'm like, I don't give a shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yes. The same. I, I stopped buying Nike and like active footwear because those are super fucking expensive and they shit the bed so quick. Mm -hmm. So I just like mow the lawn now in my old lilac vans that are pushing like 10 years, like 10 years, maybe I think I just don't even care anymore. Like, and I don't buy shoes full price. I have to wait until there's a sale. I get a coupon. Oh yeah. I mean, that's a hundred. I, I just buy them off vans.com always. Cause that's the mm -hmm. only shoes I wear. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm going right to the deal section. Like, boop. <laughs> like all right. I, I, that will be, this is my choice. Cause I'm not paying full price. Uh, what are you, what's your oldest pairs you're trying to get rid of? And I'll just pick my favorite color. Like that's my basically how I shop. Yes. yes. <laughs> but no, I'm with you on like the, I can't sleep with socks on if I'm on the couch and or in bed chilling, I can't wear anything on my feet. So I, I knew that like the clothes part would be kind of short lived because it's either, you know, the the 
the sweatpants, the basketball, the big t-shirt attire. So the main question though, is what are you eating? Um, okay. So instantly if I'm in, if I'm in like, okay, um, this is my day. This is Sam day. I'm going to eat like my all time. Number one favorite food is, um, chicken wings. Mm -hmm. Um, like, so that's what I'm going for. But like, I, in another way, like I, I just remember this because it, it, it just my friend. I was at this is years ago, and like I was like just tired, and I was like it was after work. He's like, you know, hey, what are you doing tonight? And I'm like, I'm going home. I'm stopping at KFC. I'm getting a bucket of chicken, and I'm just going, and I'm and like I'm just gonna eat the bucket of chicken. And he's like, that's impressive. He's like, that's about the purest form of I don't give a fuck I've ever heard. And I was like. <laughs> I think you're right. Like, you know, when you're like, I'm getting food and I'm getting so much of it, I need it in a bucket. <laughs> like, so that's like the best because you could just sit with your bucket. Yeah. Like, yeah. Back in. <laughs> yep. Uh, so that's where my mind immediately went. I guess maybe it's like my, um, my main would be some sort of fried chicken or chicken wing. Um, that would yep. be my main because it's just, I don't know, like a chicken is, by far my favorite food um uh, followed by sushi but i just i don't feel it's 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 not as indulgent to me i feel okay and it's not really like one i mean you could curl up on the couch and eat it but that's something that you would want to like enjoy yeah yeah and i don't i don't know like i guess this is this is a weird thing to sound but like i don't know when i'm thinking like comfort foods like basically after i eat it i want to just be like I want to feel warm inside and I want to yes. be a little bit sleepy yes. and like sushi is, you know, honestly, it's a relatively healthy food, so it's good for you, but it does not give me that feeling where like, after I eat it, I'm like, I feel good. I actually feel good, but it doesn't give me that, like that, that itis, you know, that like, yeah. fuck, like where <laughs> you just want to melt into the couch, <laughs> like carb overload. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I feel that. That was me yesterday. Uh, Okay, so uh, what would be your your main, uh, like, like I guess, or some of your mains that you would, like, go to? So my main started when I was young, and that started with Little Caesars, and that Oof. started with no sauce on the pizza with just black olives, because I was a weird fucking kid, and that's... I didn't that know was... they, they made that? <laughs> yeah. I, like... Like requested it, but when my grandparents would call, they would just be like, "No sauce, so just cheese and black olives." Pizza Hut. Can you still do that today? I don't. I I don't know. I think Little Caesars has like a supreme going on. I think they they have that. Maybe. I mean the, the the no sauce part. That's the part that blows my mind because like I don't know about Little Caesars by you. I like Little Caesars. It's cheap, shitty, good pizza. Yeah. Um, but it is like every Little Caesars in this area. It's like like i don't it's not made it's not made to order like you walk in and they're just like grab it off the shelf you fucking animal like <laughs> yeah don't bother like, me <laughs> yeah so uh i'm i'm just i'm curious if, if anyone out there can you call into little caesars and be like make customizations because i i kind of feel like they'd be like this is little caesars fucker like you can't do that <laughs> take your ass down to domino's if you want to switch shit out so Domino's, because we just got Domino's when we went to the show, and they also do, if you want, like, 
white sauce, no sauce, but we did a Wisconsin six cheese mm -hmm. and we did a sausage and then we had the Parmesan bites. It was so fucking hot and so fresh. And it, cause we, you know, we had a few drinks at the show. It was so goddamn good. And they're like, Oh, we're so, like, I got an email. Oh, we're sorry about that. You waited too long, which I didn't think we waited too long. Um, cause we called it like 1159. I didn't realize it was 1159, but we called it 1159 and they gave us a 20% off coupon. Hey, there you go. I know uh, that, that we get a lot of free shit from Domino's um, because we, we live down the street from Domino's. So mm. we, I don't really get it anymore just because of the diet, but um, uh, Deanna gets it a lot. And yeah. the one that's down the street from us, I know we could just go get the fucking pizza. I'm aware of that. But we're lazy and we're like, so we just call it in and we'll be like, all right, we'll just tip the driver or whatever, you know? Yeah. But they're like the most fucking horrendous dominoes I've ever seen. Taste fine. Food is, yeah. is excellent. But it's like, I don't know if they're cooking it on a goddamn campfire or what they're doing. But like, it's always like hour and a half long wait. And we're like, I've called before and I'm like, dude, like. And they're they're like, um, yeah, actually, don't don't worry about it. the guy's actually on his way right now. And I'm like. Dude, I live down the street from you. I'm like, I'm looking at the fucking building. I'm like, I can physically see he is not on his way here. What are you talking about? Like, he hasn't left. He's still sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I like. They're like, oh, he's coming down your street right now. I'm like, no, he's fucking not. Like, <laughs> I would be super so, pissed. I would be. Oh, I've got pissed, but they give us like free pizza coupons and shit, which is which is fine. But like. I feel like the level of customer service has gone down significantly, which we won't get into that. But I just feel like the level of caring about what product is like delivered and like the product itself can kind of fall by the wayside. But I mean, you really can't go wrong with pizza. I'm not like picky. I know some people are like, I can only get, you know, this type of pizza from here. I'll get pizza from fucking anywhere. And even their frozen pizzas that are like 350 are mm -hmm. still fucking bussing. Like they're super good. So you really I, can't go wrong, dude. I like. I mean, back when I would eat that shit, like my favorite pizzas to get for the micro uh, for like the the frozen mm -hmm. are like the little to the Totino's like square pizza. Yes, it's like yes. Detroit style. They're mm -hmm. like literally like a dollar a, a fucking pizza. They're phenomenal. If you really want to, and if you want to, you know, emerald bam that shit up, you just throw <laughs> some some of that that cheddar cheese on top, and you're ah. Oh. Phenomenal. Reg Mixed I wish I could have one right now. <laughs> talking about it, I'm hungry. Like, literally, I had hot dogs for dinner because the chicken was not cooked. It was just a hassle for dinner. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm having hot dogs because. Hot dog. All time. All time top five favorite food right there. Nope. <laughs> hot dog. I'll, hot dog is phenomenal. <laughs> and I've been like on such a hot dog kick because we've been hanging out outside and drinking. So, like, sausage patties, hot dogs spicy dill chips pasta salad like that's been my food groups for the past couple of days which is probably not good for my stomach but it's still it was good for my soul it's good and i'll snap out of it like i like tomorrow i'm like you know what i'm gonna tonight was my cutoff tomorrow i'm gonna get back into it i'm gonna meal prep i, I was starting to meal prep uh like two weeks ago and that was awesome i did like protein and yes we're not talking about healthy but i did protein um Pancake Fuck that healthy shit. Fuck that shit. And uh, egg bites. Hot dog. <laughs> I wish. I wish we had like hot dogs to just be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be an interesting screen grab. 
Ah! <laughs> I did it for that purpose. <laughs> we haven't done that in a long time. <laughs> definitely. Definitely going to be thinking hot dogs for that one. I'm uh, really rocking the slow motion for that. Oh, yeah. I, I, I hope so. That's, that's phenomenal. <laughs> for both of us. <laughs> But uh, oh yeah, okay. So now we did our main. So like, let's go to the sweet side. Let's do our sweet tooth. So what would you grab for the sweet side? Uh, hands down, no question about it. Now I I have not had it in months, um, and I probably am eliminating it from my diet. But uh, I'm a fucking ice cream freak. I oh, yeah. love ice cream. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, favorite. What's your favorite kind? Favorite. Brand uh, flavor. Favorite flavor is vanilla. I am just a, a vanilla uh, uh, fan. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoy vanilla. But if I'm not doing vanilla, then I'm going towards. I want. I like Ben and Jerry's, and I want them to just. I want the one that they cram the most shit into. Yes. Like uh, the Americone Dream is really really good. The one with um. Uh, that's Stephen Colbert's ice cream is uh, probably the, uh, that funky monkey is fucking oh, phenomenal. Yes. Yes. Banana flavored ice cream. I'm like, why? Who? Like, they're the only one who does it. I don't see banana flavored ice cream anywhere but them, and it's yep. phenomenal. It is. Um, I, I am. I don't like banana either. I don't like artificial banana flavoring, but that ice cream is chef's kiss it's iconic it's like everyone knows. Even if you've never had it, you know of funky monkey, and you know of um cherry garcia which i'm not a fan of cherry garcia because i don't i'm not a um if i'm going ice cream i want um more i, I don't want to say succulent i guess but like <laughs> uh, well, like caramel like, chocolate decadent type stuff. like a, like a richer f- flavor as opposed to like a fruity flavor you have to throw a flavor in for ben and jerry the tonight dough oh the that, that one that's the jim not jimmy kimmel jimmy fallon one right yes and it's the peanut Butter, cookie dough, the chunks of like Oreo, the fucking, I can't even like, I, I, I dream about that ice cream, like that ice cream. And I could eat that whole can canister in a, in one sitting. Fuck the two day thing. I could do a whole night. <laughs> oh, I, I could do it in one night. Trust me. It's just, it, that, that's the willpower I have is to go half and half. <laughs> yes. Same. Same. My body that, wants all of it, but. <laughs> no, I really want it. And I might have to get it for like tomorrow for a snack because now I'm thinking about it and that's all I'm going to think about. It is a really good. Now, I will say I recently, not recently, might uh, might have been the last one I actually got. Uh, I tried there. It was just like, you know, they usually have fun names, but it was like yeah. just like New York, New York cheesecake. Fucking awful. I was like, there, there's no mix-ins. And like the whole point of Ben and Jerry is when you first of all, you know, one of them can't taste, right? Oh no! I did not know. One that. of them had one of them has anosmia, so his taste, his sense of taste, is extremely, um, you know, because smell is so much of taste. Yeah. Um, he has anosmia, so his taste is so like reduced where he can't he can't really taste at, at anywhere near a normal level. So that's oh. why he he likes texture. So that's why when Ben and Jerry started to make their ice cream, he's like just pack this shit in there because he really <laughs> was into the. T- into the texture yeah and when i so when i tried this one i was like dude this mu- i don't know which one it is but one of the one with anosmia must have fell asleep on this one because uh like there was nothing in it i was just like like i was honestly like i'm like this is this i can't believe that they made this like, was it just like chunks of 
Was it there even chunks of cheesecake or was it just like the flavor? It was like it was the flavor and just like little like um not even cheesecake like the uh, like like the breading you know like the on a yes. cheesecake you have like that brown breading it was like little balls of that but like nowhere near what you ex- like when i expect like a ben and jerry's a scoop i mean you look at it and you're like it's you know it's a fucking disaster it's everything is all, all in one scoop and i just it was awful i would never recommend it See, now with that one, they need to do one of those core ones where like the core is like the brownie the core is like the cookie. Yes. They need to yes. do a and, fucking And you're scooping it out. Yep. But throw in like fucking, you know, caramel and and uh, cookie dough and all this other shit in it. Ah, see, I think you found a new job because I, th- I would eat that ice cream. <laughs> you know what else is another good ice cream? Is a Jim Dandy Sunday from Friendly's. Jim, see, we I don't think we don't have friendlies out here. I don't think I, I know I know of it, but um, I'm gonna look it up while you're uh, tell me what it is. I'm gonna look it up. Jim Dandy. Oh wait, is it is it Jim Dandy or is it a Reese's Pieces? I might have been an asshole and just said the wrong one. But anyway, either one. I think Jim. You tell me if I'm wrong or not. But the one that Jim, I like, Jim, Jim Dandy friendlies. What's the name of it? Uh, Jim Dandy Sunday. From Friendlies. Sunday. Yep. Okay. Jim Dan. It's the first thing that pops up, so it's got to be there. Uh, okay. Keep going. I'm gonna okay. pull, show you a picture. Okay. So the one that I love is it's hot fudge, peanut butter sauce, and then Reese's pieces, and then whipped cream, and a fucking cherry on vanilla. Damn it. Is that is that <laughs> no. is that it right there? No, do a Reese's do a Reese's Pieces Sunday. I'm such a fucking moron. Of course, it's a Reese's Pieces Sunday, not the Jim Dandy. But I know right, that Reese's Pieces Sunday. Yes, friendly. Friendly from friendly. Look at that. That's the, that's the first one that pops up. I like that. Look at look at this baby. Okay, yeah, that's pretty. That looks pretty damn good right there. Not gonna lie, it's got uh, yeah, Reese's Pieces. Looks like some mm-hmm. peanut butter, some caramel. Uh, yeah, I, and the little cherry on top. It's, um. It, perfection yeah that is phenomenal uh let me see if there is any other no, i used to get a hot dog from friendlies and they had this like nice toasty bun and i oh. would do we're a wasteland I, of we're a wasteland of friendlies there's none in in the five states <laughs> that is crazy uh i mean it, it, it's you could you could literally toast a bun and put a hot dog in there and you could make that Sunday. But there was something about going there when I was a kid, and I would get like their French fries were off the fucking chain. They were always deliciously deep fried and crispy with ketchup, and then my hot dog had the ketchup, and then I'd have one of those Sundays. That's a day right there. Oh man, I was such a spoiled little asshole. <laughs> I'd be like, Nana, can I go to can we go to Friendly's? <laughs> but yeah. Um. Well, okay, so uh, I, I know that you're a fan of ice cream, but do you have a specific thing you're going towards, or as far as, far as dessert goes, or are you also a uh, a, a, a creamer? Oh, an ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> look at I did it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> And I tried to do the zoom, the extreme yeah. up. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, 
but no, that's that's. I mean, yes, because I do love me. Like Greg and I will switch on and off. We'll get different types of ice cream, but really, like where my heart is with sweets, there's two that are tied. One's an old fashioned, awesome sweet treat, and it's a little Debbie snack, either a Swiss cake roll, uh, a Nutty Buddy. Oh, oatmeal, Nutty Buddies! Oatmeal cream pie. The old, the, 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 like, what, this is what I just makes me think of like middle school lunch, and I yes. and, and I mean that, and I mean that in a very positive way. Yes, that's honestly in middle school we would get bagels and nacho cheese, like an everything bagel wrapped in cellophane. We'd get nacho cheese for a side, and then either a fudge cake or a fudge round or a oatmeal cream pie and a fucking uh, a snapple. Like that was just what we would, that, that, that was. I mean, that was lunch. Just think of just, just think about the nutrition that was that you were <laughs> describing. The, like a bagel, which probably the the most healthy thing, but it's still just like still all carbs. Healthy. Yeah. And then everything else is basically cheese and sugar. And you're yeah. like, <laughs> that was yeah. our lunch. and that was like all my girlfriends. That's every, like we, that's all we would get. One would get like a fruit punch, a Snapple. I'd get like a pink lemonade or a kiwi strawberry. It varied, but like that was, that was our fucking lunch. Is that not horrible? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I remember like, like so they used to at, our, at in, in high school specifically they would have fresh baked cookies every day mm. um and they i don't remember what they were they were like it was like two dollars and you could get like a bag of like three of them oh nice and uh, the, the idea was is that you know you're supposed to buy those as like your as an extra thing mm-hmm. and um i remember like school like i don't even know what lunches cost for today but like it used to be like i don't know like two dollars 275 or some shit for a lunch or whatever um and then like but like kids would like forego like the actual food and just get the cookies and i'm like so these are kids are just like jacking themselves up on fucking uh on on cookies and sugar probably doing it while they're down in like a coke remember when they used to have like actual vending machines and now they have like i guess like carrots in there i don't know um (laughs) (laughs) fucking carrots and celery here you go a2 it sounds like a hellscape to me like i'm sorry i know it's healthier for kids but like i just can't imagine going up to like a fucking vending machine and being like well my choice is kale chips carrots or (laughs) i'd be like like, i'm just not gonna eat i'm just not gonna eat like (laughs) This is they, fucking done. They don't even care. Like, Rot, when she would when she went to school, she'd get like desserts. We're like, you don't fucking need to spend this much money on an ice cream cone. Like, we pack you fruit snacks. We pack you. I mean, like, I don't. I'm not that parent that's gonna be like, you need to bring a salad. You need to bring apples. You're gonna have. You know what I mean? Like, I'll throw in a fruit snack, and if you know she wants a juice pouch once in a while, cool, whatever. But like. Our other friend said that their daughter like wouldn't eat her lunch and just buy dessert, and they can't tell her no. Like the lunch ladies can't I mean, be there's like, no, "There's no yeah. way they can stop it." Yeah, yeah. So these kids are like roaming free, getting themselves all jacked up on friggin' snacks. <laughs> but so okay, so little Debbie definitely a top contender. Maybe like I should throw in like Oreos, like golden Oreos too. Oh, ah, see, you and I are a lot of like, I'm a golden Oreo fan. I, I like them both, but I tend to sway to the golden Oreo. I think it is actually, I think in actuality, while the one is more iconic, I think the golden Oreo is a better tasting Oreo. 
same. And you can get, I, I feel like I don't get um, as burnt out quickly eating those ones. Like I could eat a ton of the golden ones, which probably isn't good, but they're just so tasty to me. So golden I, Oreo all the way. I wonder how, how bad Oreo Oreos might be one of the better. I mean, I'm not saying they're like, Ooh, they're vitamins, but like, I know Oreo is, is the like only cookie that you can buy at the store at, mass produced uh that is uh 100 vegan i know that vegans love oreos traditionally because it's one thing that they can go and buy like at any convenience store as opposed to you know like probably having to go to like a specialty bakery or some shit you know right that's a really good point too yeah i i still i'm sure they're just fucking loaded with sugar but i'm uh i'm just saying I bet you if you stack that next to like a famous Amos or uh, Chips Ahoy, I bet you the Oreo is probably uh, uh, calorically uh, probably better. A hundred percent. Like, you know, but, but I'm, I, I fall in that weird category because I like pecan sandies, like the shortbread cookies with the pecans in them. Like, uh, uh, oh God, what, what are the Pepperidge Farm ones that were like the... The Milanos? Yes. <laughs> Those are so fucking good. They are. I always felt fancy eating those like Pepperidge yes. Farm. We I don't think we ever bought them like as a, as a but like if I went to someone else's house or like my grandparents house and they'd have them, I always was like, well, this is the fancy cookie. Like, yes, my grandmother would bust out the, the, the Milano's or she would bust out the ones that were like the dark chocolate with the nuts on them, like the mix mm-hmm. pack. And yep. she would always bust those out in the holidays. And that's what reminds me of them. And I always thought they were fancy. Like, these are so <laughs> regal. <laughs> you know, on on that topic of like food that I thought was fancy that like clearly wasn't. I I for some reason as a as a kid thought fig newtons were fancy, <laughs> and I think it's because if you remember back in the day, they like had like a marketing campaign where it was like a like a rich butler or whatever, and yeah. he would like. And I don't remember exactly how the commercials went, but they always showed like fancy, super fucking fancy people eating. Uh, fig newtons and my parents would never buy them so i was like i don't know maybe they're they're expensive and the only time i would ever get them is like when my my grandma would like you know if i stay at her house she would have them and i'd be like you know i'm like oh i'm getting the the, the, the high-end shit here yeah i'm getting this and i'm getting milanos what are we doing here like busting out the sprite i was like members yeah it's like jackpot grandma for the wind yeah grandma's loaded <laughs> honestly i always felt like i was in another like class going to my gra- my grandma's house but then i just realized that she was an old lady that just bought like tonic water sprite saltines you know what i mean like fig newtons fucking prune juice uh the milanos yeah. like like not to be but like what old people would eat yeah i i yeah i mean i think there's traditional i mean i hate I'll say this, and I've noticed one, whatever, I don't know why I'm even bringing this up, but fuck it. I've noticed that, uh, at least in my uh, family, old people just seem to, like, love McDonald's. Like, every, like I have, uh, uh, right, so right, I, I'm, I only have one grandparent left, but I would say three out of the four of them in the last, like, ten years of their life, they were just like, this is what we eat now, like every day. <laughs> like, and I'm like, life. all right, yeah. They're like, like, like that's like, and two of them literally were going. They were like, all right, we're in the downhill stretch of life here, and <laughs> I'm getting a McDouble every day. I'm like, you do you, Grandma, whatever you want to do. <laughs> oh, yeah, live your life that way. My my grandparents hated McDonald's. I had to beg. I had to like 
do chores for two fucking weeks just to even get like a double cheeseburger meal or get like the two really? che- the, number seven. Oh, it, it was always a like a treat uh, for us to get it. Like because I I lived with my grandparents when I was growing up. Actually, um, yeah, five days a week I would stay with them. My mom worked nights, so I'd just live with my parents, uh, my grandparents. But uh, they would treat us like once a week. We'd go to McDonald's or whatever, and like I just remember like part of being a kid. I feel like in growing up is like how your meal changes. Like, you know, you start with the happy meal and then yep. you're like, okay, well now I'm getting the double cheeseburger meal. You feel like a big kid. I think they actually used to have the big kids meal too. Now I think about it. Yeah. Yeah. And then you kind of like, okay, well now I'm getting the, the, the quarter pounder with cheese. And then they, they're like, listen here, these people are getting fatter. We got to make this double quarter pounder <laughs> with cheese. So then that shit came out. And then I ate that for a few years. And then I, I was like, you know what? I'm going back to the quarter pounder. I can't fucking do this anymore. <laughs> Yeah, you'd feel like your your like arteries clog as you ate the fucking food. Like same. I Yes. Like Big Macs. I loved Big Macs. And then I would just do like uh I would do a big kids meal with Mac sauce on the burger. The Mac sauce, yes. You know, like or or do like the six piece and maybe get like a McDouble, but it's stuff def- I the progression of what you got when you went to McDonald's is spot on. This might be a tangent, but I would just I mean, I feel like as a as a teenager and someone in their 20s, I was thinking back on like eating habits and I was like, I was a fucking monster. Like, (laughs) I mean, I was a kid that like I was always rail thin and all the way up until I turned like 25 and then my metabolism hit the brakes and then, you know. Your bot, you know, my mind's like, oh, I've always been able to eat and drink and do whatever I want. Um, yeah, but like, I, I would say, like, up until 25, I was thinking about this. Like, we, I literally had a friend, and we would, uh, uh fuck it, she wouldn't care, she'll laugh her ass off. Uh, Chris, my friend Christina, yeah. we were like super, super close, and we would, I mean, on the regular, I'm saying at least once a week, we would like go to Wendy's. And we would get like, um, I don't know, like uh, a Baconator, uh, yeah. a double cheeseburger, a chicken sandwich, like four things off the fucking like dollar menu, you know, fries, all that. And I'm talking each like each of us got this shit. <laughs> yes. And like and then we would like go to like her house and we would just like watch we like watch Harry Potter and like, <laughs> and like and like. And we did this for years. And I'm like, just think about what they were like doing that now. Like, could you imagine going to a fast food restaurant, ordering $20 worth of shit, and then just being like, I'm going to eat it all right now? You, <laughs> like, you, could, you couldn't even get what you just said for $20 now. You could only get yeah, like that's true. three things for $20 now, which is bullshit. Yeah. But yes, I remember those days because I, unlike you, I was the big girl in high school. And I played sports, but I mean, I was fucking eating McDonald's. I was making ramen at two o'clock in the morning. Like I didn't have a ton of like structure when it came to like my mom would do meals like like dinner once in a while. But everything else was kind of like fun for yourself. After school, I'd go hang out with my friends. We'd go to Burger King, you know, go out to eat and have pizza. You know what I mean? Like I just I ate so much shit and it was amazing because I loved it. And I just did oh. not care. I wish I could go back to those days, but yeah. like I, I also think just like the the mentality of a kid. So like again, 
she knows all this and I'm obviously with like I, I was so we I was very close with her. I was like in love with her. Like probably the yeah. first girl I ever truly loved was was her and we would whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like we never got together though. Like and that's fine, but I'm like trying to think like in my head now. I'm like who in their right mind like why you were you liked this girl and you're like let you want to see me once a week eat <laughs> 7000 calories is, is are you impressed by this <laughs> she probably was she's probably like this is my person <laughs> you know i just think it's, it's it's very it's very uh just the mentality that we have as like you know teenagers and early 20 people like i'm just like it's just crazy, I think. Well, it's funny because you say that. Think of when you're like around, you were around girls that you liked or boys that you liked. You didn't want to eat. You didn't want to do any of that shit in front of them. You know what I mean? Like unless they were like a friend. Oh. And now like that's my love language with Greg is food. Like we love to have like cheese and we love to like think of new food to make. And we like to go eat. And like that's a huge part of our lo- love language is food. <laughs> and I... I love that. Like when we first got together, I think was... that, I think that's most. I think it's a big part of a lot of people as they get older. Like that's like just what you do. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I think like part. I'm sorry. No, no. It's just it's it's a huge part. I mean, and again, I think it's just funny to look back when you're like you like someone and just eating in front of them was the 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 worst thing that like you didn't want to do it because you're so nervous and you you know were embarrassed to talk with your mouth open or have something in your teeth and. Now look how you are with your significant other. You're very, I mean, I think that a lot of people are going to relate to that. Cause that is, I think, especially I feel like middle school, maybe high school at that point, you, I don't know if I care. That might've just been, cause I was also like, again, my metabolism was like, you better eat something or you're going to fucking die. Actually, that's a, <laughs> that's yeah. a, a that's, that's a thing that actually I remember being super embarrassed about in high school was I would get so hungry before lunch because, you know, the lunch schedules in school are fucking dumb as shit. They have some people eat. Some people are eating like lunch at like 1030 in the morning. And then some people are eating it like, you know, like around two. It's like that's a big, big gap. But I remember like my stomach would like gurgle because I would be hungry and I'd be like, like, I'd be like, like clenching my muscles as if I thought that was going to like keep the sound in (laughs) and like i remember that like i'd be i was like you fuckers like can we just just ring the fucking bell i'm hungry (laughs) i'm the same way because i like i have to eat throughout the day like i have to do like some sort of breakfast i have to have a snack and i have to keep going or like i get hangry and my stomach gets grumbly Mm -hmm. and i hate it i hate and that was like such a big thing too was when i first liked Greg being, you know, in the same vicinity as them and having to eat. Then after you process your food, sometimes you get gassy and you're just like, Oh fuck. Now we have to do that. (laughs) You know, like it's horrible. Yeah. But I mean, obviously I, then you get to a certain point where you're just like, we're all, all bound, you know, all barriers (laughs) just go out the window at a certain point though. I feel like, you know what I mean? Like, think of when you first got with Deanna. Like, when Greg and I first got together, we we went out and we had drinks. And we ended up drinking and, you know, I ended up staying, you know, with with him. And then he drove me home. And just think of, like, a night of drinking, what that does to you. Oh, yeah. Then the next morning, so I'm sitting there and I'm like, just drive faster, please. Like, I have to fart. <laughs> it's like, no! And, like, 
it rained and the sun came out and it was such a beautiful moment. We kissed and he said goodbye. And as soon as I closed that door, I was like, (laughs) 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 I had to. And it's so like, that's another crazy part too, is like the eating thing. And then like the gassy part. Cause now we're just like talking to each other. You just let them rip. You don't even notice anymore. Yeah, I, I know how that is. Exactly. But I mean, again, I think everyone can relate to that. I feel like just yeah. like, you know, on the date level, like I'm just like, I mean, I've had dates where I'm like, you know, but like the second like they get out of my car, I'm like, it's just like a like a like a 20 second prolonged like. <laughs> you're so relieved you're like jesus christ thank god yeah (laughs) uh so yeah i i think we've i think everybody's been uh been there in in some capacity yeah but like last part of the sweet thing then we'll move on because we got to talk about movies at some point but my other go-to is sour gummy worms i'm addicted to those i have a bag of of them upstairs right now so this is one we're gonna we're <laughs> we'll, we'll differ on a little bit. I'm not a very big. Uh, I'm not a. I'm not a gummy fan. Um, I, I don't mind a sour patch kid, but I. I'm not. I much. If I'm going candy, I'm usually going chocolate or peanut. Yeah. Um. If, if in a perfect world, both. Um. Mm. So I. I'm not really a gummy fan. So this is one where we're going to differ on. And we won't talk about it. We won't go off on about on, on a tangent about it, but. There's something about them where it's the blue one and the red one and it's grape and strawberry and it's such a weird combination, but I love it. See, can you actually tell the differences in the taste and the flavors? I don't really think they're like, I don't like the, the orange and green is my least favorite. I don't care for the orange and green. I feel like I've never actually eaten a gummy worm and been like, because you know they, they they come in different colors and whatnot. Yes. I don't think I've ever noticed if I'm like, and maybe that's my taste buds. Maybe that's what I've never really noticed. Like, oh, I'm eating a purple one versus I'm eating a green one. Like to me, it just all tastes the same. The same. And I, I, yeah. Well, the the ones that I always get are like the the troll ones or the the this. It's like a specific kind, and there's only like three flavors, and it's the red and yellow, the blue, and the red and then the green and the orange my sister-in-law bought a bag because our can or our grocery store is a little bit bigger for the candy selection and she got gummy worms that were like grapefruit and something else peach pineapple and i thought i'd be into them but i really didn't like them yeah i guess maybe it's too fancy maybe you're just you're you're, you're like you just want the basic gummy worm like our sour gummy worm yes like just give me the, the three now I do love sour. Now that's the thing. Like I actually, because I never find them in stores anymore. But like once a year, I order just a big bag of Warheads. <gasps> I love Warheads. Yeah, mm. you can still get them. I never see them in stores, but I love them. I mean, I I get a big bag of them, and then I honestly I, I eat them until my tongue fucking starts to hurt. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you kid, if you're listening and you're under the age of I don't know twenty, you may not know what a Warhead is. A Warhead was some sick fuck designed it and basically it's just it's like a it's like an alka-seltzer tablet that they put as human like i mean as humanly possible as as much sour powder on it is it it's like if you think like oh i've had a a gummy uh, a sour patch kid i like no like i'm talking like this is concentrated shit (laughs) this is like a, a, a a a swarm of sour patch kids in the in the sourest degree 
in one yes. tablet and you have to suck on it. And then once you get off the candy part, like the, like the, the decent part, then you, you're just like, holy shit. And then when you're eating it with your friend, you stare them down to see who takes it out first. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. You can't be or, a pussy. Or, or, or you trick your friend and like just say it's oh it's just regular candy and then they eat it and then they're like <laughs> like it's it, I have such a Pav a Pavlovian response with that like mm -hmm. when I think about them like my mouth like I don't know how to explain it but like it prepares for what's coming like and it sounds like it's an awful experience but genuinely one of my favorite candies <laughs> so I loved them when I was younger. I still love them to this day. And I think Roz had one and she liked it because she does like sour. Mm -hmm. But we don't, I mean, I think we get the gummies more than we get the air, the, the warheads. That, yeah. I, I would say, I think most people, like I said, I don't even see them in stores anymore. So I think, I mean, gummies are gummy worms are gotta, they gotta be one of the most popular candies out there. I just, it's just yes. not for me. Yes. I feel you. It's, it's a, it's an acquired taste and it's always like, you know, uh, my sister-in-law and myself, we love that type of shit. So I, I'm glad that I have her to share that list. <laughs> but enough of this candy food talk because I'm getting hungry as we speak. <laughs> Which is going to lead into snacks after we record. But anyway, so now let's move on to like our comfort movies. And I have I have quite a few, but we'll we'll try to narrow them down. So I literally grabbed mine off the shelf. Um, so I, I have all of mine physically here. Now, here's the thing I'll say. You're a listener to the show. I am not anything that we've talked extensively about. I did not include. So like, just yes. know Jaws is on my list. It's my number one go to yes. uh, uh, Starship Troopers is on my list. It's one of my all time favorite movies. But I've already talked about those in great length and probably will in the future again. So I'm, I'm like, I, I, I pulled things that we really haven't talked about that. I was just like, I literally was just going through my shelf and I was like, I'm in, I feel kind of shitty. What are, what movies are jumping out at me at ones that like, just, I'm like, I, I enjoy these movies and they, they make me feel, feel good. Yes. Same way. Because I, I knew Jaws was going to be on your list too. Mine Halloween for sure. Um, so I, we definitely won't talk about those ones, but I have other, random ones that i thought about and i was like man like i love these movies and i don't think i talk about them so you go first okay um so up first i'm just gonna go off the bat with club dread oh have you ever seen thing. club dread i have that's all the guys from super trooper yeah, Club yes. Dread is a it's a horror comedy with the Super Troopers and the Beer Fest guys. Um, it's a very lighthearted movie. It's not like a it's a, a there's a serial killer on a Jimmy Buffett fucking knockoff played by Bill Paxton. He's phenomenal in the movies. Coconut Pete uh, is fucking great. Uh, it's very stupid um, and cheesy as fuck, but uh, honestly, like just as a as a fun beachy movie that it, it doesn't take itself very seriously, uh, it, it's hard not to smile. And I just love Bill Paxton. And since I grew up in a house of Jimmy Buffett fanatics, <laughs> Coconut Pete is iconic to me. <laughs> yes, he's a legend. <laughs> yeah, I I I have his song uh, on my playlist. <laughs> 
<laughs> Pina Kalotberg, which was on the map 15 fucking years before Margarita Villings. <laughs> Good shit. Insert that song into this somehow. Yeah. I'll, maybe I'll, we'll edit that in there. I love it. What do you got here? What, what's one of your what's one of your go tos? I'll 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 play off of your beach fun lighthearted ones, and it's a it's a random one. It's back in the eighties, eighties or late nineties, um, but it's Weekend at Bernie's. Hell yeah! I fucking love Weekend at Bernie's. I probably watched that a little too early in my life to realize like <laughs> this guy How dark is, it is is a cokehead, and then they're keeping him alive and. You know, even even better, like they do the voodoo ritual in two. But I loved Andrew McCarthy, John Jonathan Silverman. Uh, what's his name that plays Bernie? That was in Terry Kaiser. Terry Kaiser. Yeah. Yes, I just I love the whole movie. I love the silliness about it. Um, I always watched it, and I feel like I, I I still love to watch it to this day. So I I don't remember the second one at all. I I did not know I may I know I've seen it. Um but I love the first one. Um yeah. I I like I think I growing up I had like a man crush on Andrew McCarthy. Totally. Like, totally. I loved all of his movies. Like I was a 15 16 year old kid. I still own the movie and I love it. But like I was telling people like Mannequin's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> like such a good movie. I love Mannequin too. And I but also Jonathan Silverman is a babe as well. Oh yeah, he's he's uh, the, 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 honestly those three are really good. I just think it's so funny to me. Like as a kid, you know, I saw Weekend at Bernie's, and I didn't really know who Terry Kaiser was at that point. And yeah. then like I go and see now, like I'm obviously we've done an episode on it uh, on my previous show um, about uh, Tammy and the T Rex or Tanny and the T Rex, whatever you want to fucking call it, where yeah. Terry Kaiser is just a tour de force of just like. <laughs> of over the top comedic fucking just wonder and his most famous movie he's a corpse <laughs> like it's so weird and 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 he gets like brutally like sawed by jason so like his resume is is just perfection it's all over the place but yeah, yeah. and now there's a voodoo curse and because as soon as you mentioned it i'm like how the fuck did i'm like how do you make a sequel to a movie about a dead guy i'm trying to remember like how the body is even like available in the early 90s but they go to like this island and they do the voodoo curse and he comes back to life and it's ridiculous, but it, it falls along the lines of like an Ace Ventura comedy where it's, it works. It's funny. It's unrealistic, but it's funny. And you know, it's like one of those cash grabs for a sequel, but I still watched it. And I, I mean, I'd watch it now. I would absolutely. I, I mean, I was just thinking like, I feel like, you know, I mean, we've, we've talked about this at great length before, but like, you don't see comedies like that in theaters anymore. Like they're still Ever. out there like weird ones. Like they just actually, the guys who just made um, the everything everywhere all at once, their l previous movie is kind of similar where um, I forget what actor it was uh, rides. Um, the whole move, the premise of the movie is that he rides Daniel Radcliffe, Harry Potter's corpse across the ocean and it's propelled by <laughs> farting. Uh, like, like, the, like the gas of like from his corpse is like propelling him. It, it's called Swiss Army Man. Um, like what? it got made, but like it, it's fucking insane. But like, like they make crazy, weird, funny comedies like this. But you just, I just feel like I don't see them in 
in theaters anymore. You know, you just, it, I just, I, everything I see in theaters for a comedy now, I'm just like, that looks kind of just generic and fucking boring. Like, I am totally watching the Swiss Army Man. <laughs> it's Paul Dano. That's who it is. Yeah, it's Paul Dano. Yeah, he rides his farting corpse across the uh, the ocean. What and how the f- like? You know how much I love farts. <laughs> <laughs> like, how did I miss Harry Potter? Dead <laughs> p- propelling Paul Dano. Like, what? Yeah, and those guys went on to win every single Oscar this year. So. <laughs> And I love the, you said it perfectly, Swiss Army Man, why the Daniel Radcliffe as a farting corpse movie. And then it just is <laughs> a masterpiece. I click on it and it says it's a masterpiece. It's I'm not a bad this. movie. It is worthwhile. And it's A24. So like, of course that works. For, yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. Like in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's an interesting one. <laughs> oh my God. I have to watch it. But yes. Okay. So along those lines too. Um, what's that? since we talk about comedies, because you and I have talked about how we will never see an American Pie. We will never see a Harold and Kumar. We'll never see any of those types of comedies made. But what's that one with Jennifer Lawrence that is coming out? And it's like the kid is like the parents are paying her to fuck the kid. Yeah. And isn't uh, he like on the spectrum? I think he's just like a super big nerd. And they're like, they want to pay her to, they're paying her to fuck him basically. Cause even in the trailer, like they make some, like, like she's like, do you want me to go all the way? And he, and the mom's kind of like, gives her a look like, mm-hmm. yeah, like you're do I, I, I will be honest. I, I, I don't, I have no desire to see that movie, but like, I'm kind of, I, I'm kind of shocked that it exists and that Jennifer Lawrence is in it. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. When I saw that, I was like, what year are we in? Like is it like are we are we going back to? This I hope it does well. I hope it does well, but I don't know anyone who I've personally talked to who's like, I want to see that movie. <laughs> it's my most anticipated movie of twenty twenty three. Yeah, yeah, I want to see the one where she fucks the nerd. Like, uh, <laughs> all right, oh, okay, no, okay, but like, uh, we watched. I showed Greg's parents. This is the end, and his dad. I'm telling you, this man. I, I, I like shed new light to him. Like the Terrifier movies, he stayed up till like three o'clock in the morning watching Terrifier. He loved Terrifier. He loved Terrifier too. This is the end. We stayed up till three o'clock watching it, and he was the only one that stayed awake out of all of us. And he's like, "That was awesome!" Like he he knew Backstreet Boys. I was like, <laughs> "What is happening?" It's amazing. It- it doesn't always feel good when you like you make a recommendation or someone watches one of your things and like they just absolutely fall in love with it. Yes. Like I remember like I, we've talked about it. I'm a big Kevin Smith fan up to after Red State and we'll see how he does going forward. But uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I uh, I remember like I have so like half my family lives in Canada mm-hmm. and I don't get to see them very often and they came down and just were kind of chilling uh, before we, you know, we went off to go camping or something and um i put on dogma and like my i cannot tell you how much like my cousin uh who's like an old he's like he's like 50 like fucking i've never seen someone laugh so much like the poop (laughs) monster like it was just like like i he was like just pure joy and like I got joy just like watching him watch the movie. And I'm like, this movie's like 20 years old, like, like, but here we go. All right. Yes. And you feel like you open that, like that portal of like that connection. Cause that's that 
as horrible as this sounds, because it's my husband's dad, the scene where Danny McBride and James Franco get in the in the fight about jizzing. He's like, I'll fucking jizz where I want. And they were doing it. I was crying and he's sitting there and he's like, <laughs> and he's <laughs> dying at it. And I'm like trying to get Andrea and his mom because they're like in and out of sleep. But we were laughing the whole time. And afterwards, he's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's just like, yes. It's expe- There's something about getting an older person to like a movie like that. Like, so b- my grandfather, who, uh, who when he, he passed not long, like, not that long ago, but um, his favorite was first of all, his favorite movie up until a, a few years before he died was American Pie. Like, he just thought that was the funniest. But then I will tell you, I've, I've never heard any human being on the planet laugh as hard and as loud as he did when he saw Borat. <laughs> oh, yes. Borat's and amazing. he he must have watched Borat, I'm telling you, 500 times before he died. <laughs> like, just, 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 and just laughing, like he said, and just like, you would just hear from like the room, like, you know, down the hall, he just, just be like, you know, like, like, oh, that fat asshole. <laughs> that movie is so goddamn good, too. So, it is it is yes. perfect I, I i love it uh so it's just funny when you get to see it got tangent for the tangent podcast but uh yeah yes. I, I think it's fun it's fun when you get to show someone a movie that they really love it's even extra fun when it's a super dirty movie that old people like <laughs> exactly it's like win i won <laughs> okay but what's your well, next pick well let's go with the super dirty uh and i'm gonna go with Basketball. Yes. Steve Perry. <laughs> Steve Perry. Steve Perry. Uh, basketball, if you're uh, not familiar with it, which I know a lot of people probably aren't that are younger, um, it's the two guys who made South Park, um, uh, Matt Parker, uh, Trey Parker, Matt Stone. Um, and they, they invent a, a baseball or uh, I'm sorry. They invent a, a game uh, that is a combination of basketball and baseball. Um, and they end up, it becomes the most popular sport in the world. And it's so funny. It's, if you, if you like sports, it's so funny because it, it pokes fun at sports so fucking hard. Um, it's, it's also made by, uh, I believe David, uh, David Zucker, who is like the guy who made like airplane and, um, uh, I believe, uh, like the naked gun movies. So very slapstick humor. So funny. So funny. And it is so quotable. I can't tell to this day, me and my friends will still say, you know, there's lines from this movie that make it into our conversation. Wake up, bitch. You're my new best friend. But (laughs) There's so many that we quote too. when I get older, I'm going to, I'm going to buy a, how does he say the kid? And then he's like, I'm going to own a sports bar when he's all wasted. Yeah. (laughs) I can't remember that one. I just, there's so, I mean, so many good lines. Like, uh, the villain Jenny McCarthy is actually watchable in this movie, and I fucking hate Jenny McCarthy. <laughs> like o- only movie that I could tolerate her in too was this movie. Yes, she she is is good in this. It's just ah, uh, it's such a fun like again lighthearted time. And if you like if you like South Park, you're really gonna like it. Which yeah. I find strange because I don't think they wrote this movie. I'm pretty sure this is written by David Zucker. And they just were big fans of his, but I'm guessing that their fingerprints, their fingerprints are all over this fucking movie. <laughs> totally. It's such a Trey Parker, Matt Stone movie. Like it 
screams it. And I love Squeak Scolari. Oh, Squeak. Hey, heard your sister's going out. Squeak. What? <laughs> yes. Well, when he introduces the the dog bed or the couch, and he's like, that's. Oh, yeah. What's his name's that's, bed? That's, Jen sleeping- that's Jenkins' bed. <laughs> You're yes, sleeping here. Like- <laughs> it's like a little fucking piece of cardboard. I swear if you guys rag on me six or seven more times, I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> That's such I, a good I just, pick. I love basketball. It's so good. It just, I think, I always go, like, because, again, I love how musical uh, um, Trey Parker is, you know, if you've watched, which I know you watch South Park. But, like, yeah. I always think about the the scene where they're making fun of movies, you know, like when you're driving and they just, like, it's an emotional scene and just the oh. right song always comes on. And, like, <laughs> in this one, it's like, and you missed your you missed your exit. And you're, he's, like, looking around like, what the fuck is going on? And he's like, and those warts on your dick aren't going to go away unless you use tropical cream every day. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love that movie so much. <laughs> it's it's so good. Uh, and uh, the movie that uh, in, uh, got me into, um, not that they're one of my favorite bands, but because of this movie, they got me into Real Big Fish, which I know is one of your favorite bands. Yes, and I love that they were in it because Beer is such a good song. Mm-hmm. And Take On Me. Dang. Yep. So good, that's the, good. It's a very 90s movie. <laughs> a great soundtrack. Had a great you know, songs. I, that's an excellent pick. I fucking love basketball. One of my all time favorite comedies too. De- definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's, let's go to you. What do you, what do you got for uh for a feel good on a, on a shitty day movie? So I'm going to go a little old school and slapstick esque. Um, three, you know, comedic legends, but the three amigos is oh. like an all, like I love that movie when I was young, I do the, that they would do when they do the little pelvic thrusts on their horse. Uh, just amazing. Martin Short, I fucking love him as Dusty. I was going to say, so, and I I, I love, uh, I mean, Three Amigos is obviously a classic. Um, but I, I mean, Martin, Martin Short and Steve Martin together is just always a, it's like peanut butter mm-hmm. and chocolate. It just fucking works. Um, I love them. But, I would always say, like, I feel like the least, I mean, not, okay, this is not like, oh, he's unsuccessful. He's super successful. But of the three, I always feel like Martin Short kind of was the one who got, like, the, I mean, the short end short of the end stick. Of the stick. But, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, like, I I find Martin Short to this day unfucking believably funny. Clifford is one of my favorite, like, guilty pleasures because no one really knows about Clifford. And that's when he plays the little kid. And it's, what's his name, mm-hmm. for Beethoven. And oh, it's I, such a, I, I've seen it. <laughs> it's such a ridiculous movie, but I used to watch that all the goddamn time. Um, Chevy Chase, like, you cannot... He's just such a... The, the part when he's singing and he's like, and he's playing the fucking guitar when they... There's just so many memorable scenes, and I remember watching it with like my grandparents because it was like a tolerable comedy because it wasn't too dirty, it wasn't too like out of what they wanted me to watch because they were so you know picky about stuff. But I just I always throw that on. Greg and I will sit and crack up and just say the lines, and I fucking love it. Have and I'm just I'm googling this right now. Um, how many have Steve Martin and Chevy Chase been in other movies together? I feel like I feel like maybe Martin Short and 
Steve Martin have been in more things together than Chevy Chase. Cause I feel like Chevy Chase is kind of like, he like does his own things. Uh, like nothing well, yeah, but trouble. I, God, that movie's fucking horrendous. Uh, <laughs> that movie is ridiculous. Uh, it looks like they've been in only, yeah, this is the only movie they ever made together. But um, I did, well, I did see them on tour. They did a com, um, they did a comedy show, and they sang, and they did like musical numbers, and we saw that before we got married. And our friends took us, or took that was like their gift. One of their gifts to us was t- taking us to go see them, which was, I mean, was magical. it Chevy Chase though too? No, it was just Steve Martin and Martin Short. Oh, well, Steve Martin and Martin Short, they've done all kinds of shit. They're on a show together right now. They're on that uh, Only Murders in the Building. Um, I was saying that I think that part of why Three Amigos is it's so revered and well looked at, as I believe, I mean, at the time, um, I think Steve Martin and Chevy Chase were almost looked at as like adversary, almost like people used to look at like Pacino and De Niro. Like, yes, they're. I feel like, and as I'm looking, they only ever did one movie together. Now they're grand, they did like SNL and stuff together, but as far as right. movies go, it's the only movie that I could find that they ever did together. So I feel like it's kind of one of those special movies that, you know, I, I mean, literally, unless they make a movie in the next few years, let's be real here, probably the only movie that they'll ever be in together forever. I wish they would do like, a, I wish they would have done another Three Amigos, like as them like older. You could have done it like a City Slickers 2 kind of thing. Totally. And it would have been, I feel like that would have been more like, I don't want to say believable, but like now we're getting the Beetlejuice 2. I feel like if they would have thrown in like a a Three Amigos a couple years later, people would have freaked. I think still people would freak now if they, if they actually agreed to and did it. I genuinely think you, yes. I mean, based on the success of the show, uh, The Only Murders in the Building, it's like won yep. awards. People love just seeing um, um, Martin and Steve Martin. I was going to say Martin. Martin and Martin. Uh, Martin. <laughs> uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short together again. I think that people would really like to see, if not Three Amigos 2, like just a movie with those three actors in it again, like one last time. I think people would go fucking, I think people would be a fan. Absolutely. I just, I think it's, it's such a comedic perfection uh, of a movie and I just, it's timeless and I love it and I just love it. No, I'm with you. Oops. Um, Next pick, Sam. How many, uh, question for you though, how many did you pick just so I can gauge? Uh, I mean, it, de- it depends how many you need because I, I have, I mean, I literally have uh, one, two, three, four, I have five at least left and two TV shows. <laughs> okay. All right. Do you think you can do that or do we, we can cut it shorter? Nope. I I think I can pull some out. I got I got okay. a, a, a list of them, so we're good. Okay. Well, uh, I'm going to stick with the theme of silly movies. And I'm going to go with... Yes! Austin Powers, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, Austin Powers, I fucking love this trilogy. Um, specifically one and two, three has some things that I'm not like super into. It's my least favorite, but I do love the Tom Cruise cameo, which is one of the best cameos ever in a fucking movie. Um, (laughs) if you haven't seen it, please, if you're like a younger person, just you need to go watch all, all three of them. Um, one of the funniest fucking trilogies ever. Um, I love Mike Myers. 
I am so angry that we never got a fourth one that they set up for perfectly like mm -hmm. a perfect setup at the end, like which fuck it if you haven't seen it. I, like I'm sorry, it's been this long. Like they set up so Scott turns evil finally, and like this is that was a perfect setup for a for a, a, a one more movie, which yeah. Mike has not ruled out. But I'm like, dude, you are you you better fucking make it soon. Like I mean, <laughs> like what? How are you gonna explain? Yeah, like Scott went from being twenty to fifty. What are we doing here? <laughs> like. Totally, but you know what? I I feel like that's a movie that would work. I, I think so too. It's the only thing is I love Mike Myers, but he is kind of one of those people, as far as I've seen, he needs to have somebody reining him in. Um yeah. like because you know, after the success of Austin Powers they let him do whatever he wanted for a little while. And all of those movies are fucking hor horrendous abominations. Like if you've never seen the love guru, holy shit. I don't uh, think I watched it. Cause I heard how bad it was. Like, so like the production on it's like very famous is basically they were like anything you want, you like make anything you want because we want the next Austin powers. And then he's so they like just unleashed Mike Myers and like an unleashed Mike Myers is um it's it's psychotic and Dangerous. uh like Dangerous. not in a like just the, the goofiness level like went from like i mean these are go austin powers is goofy but like in yeah. a, a a balanced way it was just like i mean you cranked the knob and broke it off like it was fucking unbelievably bad <laughs> and it sucks so too because I like oh sorry no no i mean i just i i just i i want another one but I want, I think, I know he didn't direct them. Whoever the original director is, he needs to be on board for it too and like keep Mike stable. <laughs> keep him in that realm of like, like where he originally was doing the first three. Because yes. they are, they are literally some of the best comedic movies ever made. Exactly. Character development, the jokes were fucking on point. The songs, everything about it aesthetically, it's just I love Austin Powers. Another amazing pick. And you just spawned a pick for me. Do you I think people don't under like again, I hate to keep saying like, but like people of a certain age don't even understand Austin Powers wasn't just a successful movie. It was like, I mean, we're talking I icon level. Like yeah, everybody, every Everybody was saying, oh, yeah, baby. Yeah. You know, and 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 doing the fucking dance. And I remember going you'd go into Walgreens and they'd have like little like it was like a stress ball and you'd squeeze it. It was Austin's face and you'd squeeze it and it would just say like, you know, like very shagadelic, baby. Like it was like like this shit was fucking everywhere. Like, I mean. I cannot imagine how much money they made off that movie. Like, but um, all well deserved. It was fucking great. And I love those movies. Uh, well, like, what? Oh, Think sorry. of the characters, Mini Me, Fat Bastard, like those oh. classic ta taglines. Then you had Britney Spears in it. You had Beyonce. You have all these like pop culture icons in this movie. Like you said, Tom Cruise. You have Rob Lowe, Seth. Like it was just perfectly cast. Heather Graham, even. Yep. Even though I like, I can't. I really don't like Heather Graham, but she was perfect for the movie. I'm not a big Heather Graham fan either, but 
two is my favorite of the trilogy. And I think yes. of all, I, I, I do think, I don't know. I think that, I think she's my favorite of the, of the, uh, the of his love interests. Yeah. Will, yeah. I think, I think her scene with Will Ferrell and him is one of the funniest scenes. Oh yeah. Like, it's just like you, it's just, it's perfection. And I feel like younger generation hasn't really seen movies like that come out. And those are staples. Like if you need to have a lesson in classic comedies, you have to start with Austin Powers. You have to do Ace Ventura. You have to do, you know what I mean? Like those types of. Yeah. Like uh, the mask. Uh, like, yeah. Dumb and dumber. Yeah. I'm with you. I, I think that I, I wish they would make like, you don't, there's no movie that exists like this that is getting made. Like, and if it did get made, it, I feel like one of the things I hate about comedies now is like, they don't cast comedians to be in comedies anymore. Like right. they, they, you know, Mike Myers is a regular average, probably slightly below average looking man, which they use in the movie that he's, you know, how's he a sex symbol? Like, and instead of casting comedians to be in these movies now, now it would be like Channing Tatum. Like, Ugh. which nothing, nothing against Channing, whatever, fine. But like, I don't need like you're okay. So you're the big muscly guy and you're, you're the, and you're the hot guy and you're the funny guy. Like, I don't know. I don't want to like, there's a, I want to see Seth Rogen. Who's like a regular fucking dude. Like, you know, like, yeah, but that's, that's another sad part because those types of movies had their moment and they were great. Like knocked up uh 40 year old virgin, super bad. Like all those movies that had that cast, you know, that were, that were funny. They were a little bit more, not so much, you know, slapstick and physical com com mm -hmm. comedy. It was, you know, whatever, but I, I loved those comedies too. And you could see the, the growth and the development of comedies. And then we get stagnant. Like there's nothing. And I think a huge reason why those movies were so successful is they cast comedians, people who dedicated their lives to being comedians in them. And yes. nowadays you don't see that. Like, I mean, and again, I like Ryan Reynolds. I know everyone does, but like, I'm like, again, I'm like, bro, you've got a fucking nine pack. Like, I don't like, I don't believe like, okay, here's another one. And I hate to bark on Shane and the movie wasn't terrible. Um, okay. I watched that movie. Um, I don't remember what the fuck it was called, but like Sandra Bullock goes to the jungle. It was like romancing the stone, yes. but Sandra Bullock goes to the yes. jungle and she's got Channing Tatum there with her. And like Channing Tatum is like, I, I, I again, I'm like, he's supposed to be like, you know, the book model. So I get that he's kind of supposed to be muscular, but the whole time he's sort of acting like the dork. And I'm like, you're not a dork, bro. You're Channing fucking Tatum. Like, I don't believe this. <laughs> like, it doesn't, it doesn't fit. It does. It does not go together. It should have been like, Oh my god! I'm trying to think of anyone right now that's like comedic, that's not like good looking. That would I mean, that would have been a, a a better pick for that movie. Yeah, yeah. It's I just I want comedians to be in comedies. That's what I want. <laughs> um, and I think that's a huge that. reason why they're not funny anymore. So <laughs> I agree. Um, what 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 what's uh, your next pick? Okay, so we'll go with we'll stay with Mike Myers. Um, and it's an older one, but it's So I Married an Axe Murderer. I figured that had to be it, right? Yes. Like, that movie, it's like peak 90s, too. Like, the whole coffee shop, the soundtrack, but the, the way that The soundtrack, definitely. I fucking love the soundtrack. Yeah. Um, but what's her name that played Harriet? She's great in it. I love her. Um, wow. I don't so, remember. 
Nancy Travis. Nancy, is it Nancy Travis? Hey, is it Nancy Travis? Is it? Um, she was in three. Men oh, in the good Lake. call. Yeah, and I know her from, and she's in that, uh, or she was in that Tim Allen show, uh, whatever the new one was. But yeah, yes. So she's she's great in it, and I love how Mike Myers played the dad. That whole fucking scene with his brother, and he's yelling at him about moving his head, and he's sitting there talking to his friend. He's like, he's gonna go cry cry himself to sleep tonight in his huge pillow <laughs> Fucking, like those lines him singing rod stewart you get your first preview of the shrek voice yeah <laughs> fucking can't even deal with it he's always said you celtic united <laughs> he's just singing ridiculous shit i fucking love that movie and it has that little edge of you know like the serial killer it's a fun, I think it's 80s, I believe, or maybe early, early 90s. I think super um, early 90s. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, no, 90s because the soundtrack, I guarantee you. Yeah, 93. Um, it's it's a, it's definitely a fun one. And again, kind of sillier. It's I wouldn't say it's as silly as like Austin Powers. I think he went a little like that's when he started like, all right, let's amp it up a little bit. But it's yeah. definitely a fun one. And I think it like you said, it has that little bit of darkness because of the serial killer aspect of it. Um, I, it's super, super fun. Love that movie. And that's one I always like randomly watched at a young age thinking I knew like about relationships and all this other, you know, shit tied in, but I just, I thought Mike Myers was funny. So. Yeah. I mean, and you were right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. I can't wait to see what your next one is. Cause all yours are like prompting ones that I like already thought about, but. Um, so I'll go with a, a different type of comedy, but one that I just, it's a good feel good movie when you got nothing to do on a Friday. Oh, fucking uh, this is Friday. The movie if you're for the listeners, if you can't <laughs> see uh, it's uh, a Friday with ice cube. I love Friday. Um, I actually like all three of them. Um, although Friday one is the only, I would say truly good movie because then they, they go like off Crazy. the rails with the other two and yeah. you lost Smokey, um, which Chris Tucker, I cannot believe to this day. They've not fucked. They've not brought him back, but uh, I love Friday. It's just a great movie. I'm, my dad even likes Friday, which is like, I remember being like in high school and I'm like, why do you like this movie? And he's like, I can't believe you like this movie. And he's like, I don't know. It's just two guys sitting on their porch smoking weed. He's like, I get that. I was like, okay, fair enough. Like, <laughs> Easy. Um, but yeah, I, I, I very much enjoy um, dialogue driven movies. And yeah. for the most part, this is just two guys bullshitting while on their porch while like these crazy characters like come to them and interact and then you do get the cool fight at the end too which is a which is a fun to see it's just it's a very simple movie but you know at the end you you feel good the guy ice cube gets the girl he beats yep. up the bully you know it, it's just a fun time it's a classic it's literally like textbook of how comedies are were great and the simplicity of them and how it worked and the formula i love friday it's, i love next friday i don't remember super the, funny the third one very well. It's, a Chris, the, it's Friday After Next, which is the Christmas movie, which is most famous for probably Terry Crews being a closeted uh, gay man, which he plays very funny in it. <laughs> I just remember him. I just remember there's a scene where he's like he's watching he's his mom. He lives with his mom and he's watching uh, it's Tupac. and He's watching an old Tupac video and he's like, Ooh, Tupac, you so fucking fine. <laughs> 
<laughs> and you know how like Terry Crews is like gigantic. So like, it's so funny the way he says it. Uh, um, but yeah, um, Friday's a good one. Uh, what, 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 what would be next on your on your picks? So I was gonna like keep going off of you, but I'll wait for that one. I'll go with um, Bring It On. I fucking love Bring It On. I, as a teenage boy, rented it once or twice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it's like, it's so ridiculous, but I love Kirsten Dunst. I love um, the whole like battling with the Shamrocks or the, the other team, uh, Gabrielle Union. And that was just one that we always watched in high school. I love watching it now. I plan on showing it to my niece because she's a cheerleader. Like, it's kind of a classic. I would say it, it it definitely is. Uh it spawned like a whole franchise. I think there's a shitload of them now. Yes, there's a sh- um, there, and even like you said there was like a zombie one. Or there's like a like a scary one. Uh last year uh it was Bring It On Cheer or Die. Uh it was like a it's a horror uh one uh that was made for the Sci-Fi Channel. I absolutely would watch this and would love to review it. Uh but there is <laughs> yes. in total seven seven Bring It Ons. That's crazy to me. And like, I haven't, I'll admit, I haven't watched any of them, but the, the, the bring it on just, I love her romance with a dude from swim fan. Uh, uh, just, just see something. I can't think of his name. Yes. Um, Jesse Bradford, Jesse Bradford. Yes. But I loved like being a teen, like their playful interaction, knowing like that they liked each other. I love the song that he wrote for her. Um, Eliza, what? Dushku. Dushku, whatever her name is. Dush, it's just like Dushku. Dushku. She's. It's just like I, a perfect cast. Nineties cast. It's or wait, ni- early two thousands. I think it's early two thousands. Oh, I forgot that one downstairs. <laughs> I had one with Elijah Dushku in it. Uh, <laughs> what one was it? It was new guy. Is that with um, the dude from Road Trip? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, that's a good Yes. Uh, we'll skip on that one, but yeah, no, I love that. I have I had a, a pretty big crush on Elijah Dushku. I watched all of her movies. Um, um, but uh, I will say, I think it's funny uh, from uh, a, a boy's perspective. Uh, I think I must have been in middle school, I believe, when this came out. Uh, is that, like, this was one of those movies that, like, came out and, like, all the boys were like, we got to get our hands on a copy of it. Like just being little perverts. <laughs> yeah. Just being like little pervert. And then like, I remember like we like went out and like, it wasn't like unique to just like our friend group, like all the groups of like different, like 13, 12, you know, 12 to 15 year old boys were going out and renting, bring it on. And yeah. then like, I remember watching it and being like, like, first off I was like, well, I, I, I can kind of watch the story. Like the story is not bad, but I'm like, this is not what we thought this was going to be <laughs> like, at all. <laughs> like the trailer made it seem like kind of like uh, half the movie's going to be, you know, uh, upskirt panty shots. Like that's <laughs> and then you see it and you're like, "Oh, it's it's kind of like totally just not that at all." But I just remember I had to think it was funny that like you know, just an army of boys were going to the <laughs> were going to the video store and all going straight to bring it on. <laughs> Well, that was it too. Like we wanted to go see it in the theaters and like our, our guy group never really like wanted to go to the movies cause we'd go see Titanic or, you know, whatever, but they all wanted to go see, bring it on. And then we went again and they all wanted to go again. 
and we're like, yeah, yeah. we know why you want to go see it again. And then <laughs> I changed because it was like every Friday because I mean, our movie theater was small. Then they had Halloween H2O and I was like, mm. fuck, bring it on. We're going to see mm. Halloween H2O. <laughs> yeah. Time, t- but, time for something a little more adult. <laughs> switch it up. But I it's it brings me back to that like feeling of not even like being a teen, but just like, I don't know, reminiscing. Not that I was a cheerleader, not that I any I experienced any of that shit, but it just is that movie that brings me back to that time. And I, I love that. That's a great self-care comfort movie. I absolutely get that. I think that that was a pretty seminal movie for that time period. So if you grew up in that time period, I could see, and especially if you're probably a girl, then you, that movie, while it's not perfect, is super fun. And just, it's just yeah. probably just like a, it, it's the member berries. It's a nostalgia feeling. Exactly. And that's what I love that, that feeling when you want comfort is that, yeah. and that's what it delivers. I, sometimes, sometimes you just want that, that, that again, I love a big old plate of member berries sometime. Who doesn't? <laughs> yes. But what is um, your next pick? Uh, so my next pick here is one of, I think the funniest movies in the world. Um, and that is history of the world. Part one. Um, this is Mel Brooks. I don't know if you're a Mel Brooks fan or not. I've, I've never seen that movie. I I think you'd get a kick out of it. Um, they did just make the sequel, yeah. um, which is like a full, like it, it's like a mini series now. I haven't watched it because um, I hear it's not anything like the original, but huh. um it's it's a uh episodic uh movie where they go through the history of time uh it's the history of the world so it's it's like segmented Mm -hmm. and like i mean i remember the first time seeing this movie and like the opening scene i made that like i don't remember ever laughing that hard is the (laughs) opening scene is like it's they're like there's a voiceover and you just see like these monkeys like people in suits but like monkeys are walking around walking around and they're like until the day that the uh the ape stood on stood stood on its own and then like at it's playing the like dun 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 as like the monkeys like stand up and as soon as they stand up they all just start jacking off (laughs) (laughs) and they're like and like i just remember like being like a 13 year old and like i was like that's the funniest fucking thing i've ever seen like and it was at that time. It might still be up there. <laughs> Wait, now, wait, what is it called? I gotta, I gotta put that on my my list. Uh, it's called History of the World Part One. The Part One is the joke is that he never intended to make a sequel, and now he's like 160, so they talked him into making a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's very, very fucking uh, funny movie. Um, it's got some very memorable lines in it. I think you'd enjoy if you've ever heard someone maybe in another movie reference, like it's good to be the King. That's from that movie. Um, mm-hmm. Mel, it's okay. the, it's it, and Mel's the star of this one, which he usually isn't the star of his own movies. Um, and he's very fine. I think Mel Brooks might be the funniest person who's ever lived. Oh my God. I'm seeing like the pictures of him in it. And then looking at like a current picture of him and Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. He's like a thousand now. <laughs> yes, absolutely. But, Cloris Leachman, I love her. Yes, Cloris is the is she's the hottie in the movie. Well, I must check this out. I I genuinely think based on, I would say it's probably as close as a basketball movie that was made in the seventies. I want to say maybe 
I don't remember, but in 1981, probably as close to a, a, a basketball, a Matt and Stone. Think of it as a, a Matt and a Trey movie just made, you know, 40 years prior. <laughs> well, I'm definitely down and I definitely want to check that out this weekend. Yeah, I genuinely think you'd like it. What do we got next on your list? Oh, boy. So I'm going to switch it to um, the horror genre and I'm going to switch it to Jaws 3. And I know my favorite of the sequels. Yes. And I know that we said Jaws was like on the list and we weren't going to talk about it. But Jaws 3, I feel like, is such a hated on sequel. But that movie is so fun to watch while giving the Jaws creepy element, even though it's horrific, you know, CGI, <laughs> the worst ever, but the most amazing scene. Uh, I also love that cocaine was written into. The budget and yeah. they're all coked out of their mind like how perfect of a movie to be coked out of your mind is jaws 3 yeah at sea world just high on coke uh uh not 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 michael keaton that was in four um dennis quaid dennis just, quaid yep yeah uh it's my favorite of the sequels um mm. i genuinely do enjoy it i do i do genuinely think it's a better movie than two i i know that some people say that's blasphemy but i uh, two might be my least favorite of the sequels, honestly. Two would have been okay for me if that girl would stop fucking screaming. Yep. The What's one a, with the short yeah. hair. Mm-hmm. The bob. The whole, oh, the whole goddamn time. Like, I think one of the best kills is in that. It's uh, What's her name? That is with the little boy and the shark comes up like we got in the first one. Yeah, and it's supposed to, it's, it's supposed to be like consumes her whole... Yes, and that's like the back. So you see him coming up like the the um, the pond scene in the first one where mm -hmm. you see the guy lose his leg. And I think it's just like an awesome shot of him coming up fast. And then you see her, him grab her, you know, and the kid's like right there. and He's screaming like there's potential in that movie, but it's just ruined with her horrible acting. The anyway, we won't talk about two, but three is just I love the twist. Like, how cool that we get a twist in a Jaws movie that it's not, you know, it's not the baby. It's the mother and the mother yes. is in the park. I I think that it, it's why I think the reason that it's the best of the sequels, in my opinion, is that while it's definitely I wouldn't say scary, I don't find it scary. But like the I, the whole idea of it happening in SeaWorld is what makes that movie like that's what makes it fun. And it's it's it, you know, it found a way to be different than just like, all right, we're out on the ocean again. There's a shark. We're going to, you know, I'm going to hunt it and blah, 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 blah. Like, yes. I like the idea. I, the, for whatever reason, like uh, the one of the, uh, including Jaws one, one of the scenes that's the most, probably of all the sequels, the scene that like sticks in my mind is the, is the head floating in the fucking tank. Yes. Like, I remember that as a kid, like that might've actually scared me as a kid was the head in the tank. That scared the shit out of me. And we would go to SeaWorld in Orlando and that fucking scared me. Like I see those, those seats, those um, strollers that were like the dolphins. I sat mm -hmm. in those. Like, I don't know if this was like the text is shot in Texas or where it was shot, but it was just very similar to like the SeaWorld that I went to when I was a kid. And that scared the fuck out of me. Cause I'm like, is there a shark in here? <laughs> like, are we going to see a great white shark? 
I, I I would say that I know we talk about episodes we want to do. I, I genuinely think that with as much as we love Jaws, I think we'd be doing ourselves a disservice if at some point we don't do two, three, and four as their own separate episode. I think we I think that would be and also with summer coming around, I think that would be a really good idea. Yeah. I, I yeah, I, I think at some point we should do you know, either all of them at once or one episode for each one and slowly because I we, we talk about fucking Jaws enough. We need to get it out of our system. I got to get four out of my system with the voodoo shit. And <laughs> I think that would be so much fun. And I think doing a couple episodes because we could totally have enough content for each one of them. I we need to do it. I would be here for it. I will definitely be drinking for that one. I was going <laughs> to say, I, I'm going to be I'm going to get a 12 pack. With I'm going to get the... Naragan scent or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm going to dress like Quint. Ah, perfect. So we will be decked out. We will. We need to do that. It's going to happen. I think we absolutely should. Yes. Okay. Uh, moving into the horror realm myself, um, I am going to go with Mr. Henenlotter's Frankenhooker. Ooh, good choice. That's a good one. Um. I love Frankenhooker. I, I love all of Henenlotter's movies, actually. Frank Henenlotter. Um, I I would say he's one of my favorite directors, but he's only made like five or six movies. Um, and they're all great. He also made Brain Damage, um, which could be on this list, but it's Brain Damage isn't as much fun to watch. I think Frankenhooker is just a fucking blast. Mm-hmm. I agreed. Um, yeah, if you haven't seen it, Come on, the title's in the fucking. It's in the title. It's a. It's a. It's a. A guy brings his dead girlfriend who gets chopped up by a lawnmower back to life, but he does it by with 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 he he explodes like ten hookers and he builds her a new body and like half of it's made with like a black girl's parts and half of it's made with so like none of them match like the color, uh, and she's like she's got like hooker brain like just uh, like the the shit she says when she's walking down the street is just she'll start like twitching and just being like you know you want a date nip, nip, nip. you want a date nip, nip. <laughs> uh it's so it's fun and then james lawrence who i think is a so underrated fucking actor he's not been in i i, I don't i don't want to um he actually follows me us so i don't want to say anything to uh uh, let me re- let me start that from the beginning because I don't want to. All right. <laughs> yes. I'm going to cut that part out. James Lawrence is a unbelievably uh, talented uh, comedian. Uh, he's the star of the movie. He's uh, the doctor who's trying to save his girlfriend. He's so fucking funny. He has so much charisma in this movie. Like everything I've seen him in, like he just kind of pops up. He's so unbelievably funny. And I cannot believe like I someone needs to like cast him as like the funny dad in a TV show or some shit like immediately. Cause he's so fucking funny. And, um, and he's a very nice guy actually too. Well, there you go. Advocate for him to spark his. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I think yes, I, but it's such a fun movie. Um, it's just, if it, it's just in a, a wacky, crazy eighties movie, it don't get much better than Frankenhooker. <laughs> it falls in the realm of just like an amazing 80s horror movie. Another reason why 80s horror is just superior, in my opinion. I love 80s fucking horror. It's the best. 80s horror is the absolute best. It's it, If I could only watch one genre and one of one decade for the rest of my life, I could 
I it would it, I wouldn't even have to think about it. It'd be eighties horror all day, easily. Yeah. Back to you. So mine's gonna be a little bit like I know that we've talked about it, and it's another like franchise, and it's a specific one, but. Scream 2 is like my go-to comfort movie. I always, if I don't have something to watch um, or if I'm feeling like a certain way, I always put on Scream 2. There's something about 2 um, that I just love. I love everything about it. I love the killer reveal. I love the opening sequence. I think it's one of the best opening sequences in the Scream franchise. I think it's one of the best sequels in horror ever. Period. Exactly. And sometimes... I know it's blasphemous, blasphemous to say this, but I sometimes feel like two it goes up to my one. It, it, it rotates. I can I can see it. I don't. I personally don't feel that way. It is my second favorite of the series, but like yes. I can I get it. But like to me, like Scream is a is a ten out of ten, and I think yes. that two, two is like an it, it's like a like an I don't know a, a nine out of ten or eight eight point seven five out of ten. Like it 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 drops a little bit for me, but. It's I do think one of the best sequels in horror history. I'm not even like saying like not even just Scream. It is clearly the best Scream sequel, but it is, I think, one of the best sequels in horror. I completely agree. I I, I will second that. Um, but it's just it's such a fun watch and it's always a go to for me. Like I said, if I have nothing else to watch, I throw it on. Yeah, I, I've actually been doing that a lot with Scream 5, I find. Um, but oh. I also, I really enjoy Scream 5 for whatever reason. Um, like I said, I liked it more than 6, even though I liked mm-hmm. 6 a lot. 5 mm-hmm. is like my third favorite in the franchise. I've been doing that a lot lately as well. But Scream 1, I mean, it, it's included in that, like, I just was like, I'm not going to talk about it because we've already talked about Scream so much because we love Scream. <laughs> so. Yes, but I, but I had to, like, I felt like I was doing a disservice by not saying it because oh, I, like yeah. I was... I always talk about like Halloweens and and like Jaws, but Scream Two is it's right there. It and it's underrated. People, it, it doesn't get like to People the general audience. That. Yeah, I don't. It's I don't know how you can hate on it. It's so fucking good. And like you said, the reveal is great. Um, you know, it, it just it's and then again, of course, like for me um, and a lot of people, you know then we get the the jump off the cliff moment where we get to three and then that's yeah <laughs> but and, and it goes all downhill from there but i still love three as much as it's horrible i still love it but yes all right i've got one and i've talked about it before um but so i'm gonna just go quick on this one mm-hmm. but uh i love trick-or-treat uh yes. trick-or-treat i'm referring to the anthology movie uh, with Anna Paquin and Brian Cox, because I know there's a trick-or-treat out there uh, from the 80s. Uh, tr- it's fucking amazing. I love it so much. I love Sam. I have my little Sam figurine right here. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, it's just, I think it's one of the best anthology movies ever made. It's so fun. Like I'm so excited uh, and sort of nervous that the sequel is coming out, I think, next year. Um, and I, I just, I, I love every single segment in it. I, I think it has one of the coolest werewolf transformations in a movie ever where they like, I don't know how to say it, like slide their skin off. Like it's, it's fucking weird, but it so works good. so good. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, every segment works. And then the overall arching story with Sam and Brian Cox um it's just fucking great and i you know i'll 
like I don't think Body Bags is a bad movie, but like this kicks the shit out of Body Bags. <laughs> I love Body Bags, but Trick or Treat is one of the best anthologies, if not the best anthologies. So I completely, I'm, I'm yes. Yeah, that's just one that I, I I watch and it makes me happy inside. So <laughs> you can move on. I, we've kind of talked about Trick or Treat before, so I didn't want to talk too much on it, but I definitely had to show some love for my boy Sam. I get it. I mean, I feel like it's okay to talk about the things that truly are our comfort movies because, yeah, we have a lot, but I think the ones that are tr the ones that we really do watch, you know, on repeat all the time, we have to, we have to say it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So mine, my, 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 another one on the list, and I know that I've touched on it, but Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, um, that movie just has such a, like it reminds me of my grandparents. It brings me back to being a kid wanting to be fucking Charlie. Um, just everything about With his that movie. Fucking devil teeth. Like <laughs> I had to post that. People are like, "Oh my god, you can't hate on Charlie." I'm like, they look like cat teeth. <laughs> yeah, they, they. To me, it looked like like little piranha teeth. I, I, yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> and his little toothy fucking grin, and it just. I love all the memes from. Willy Wonka with like Grandpa Joe. Good morning to everyone except for that piece of shit Grandpa Joe. <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. But Gene Wilder, like I love that man. I think he's amazing. I love all the songs. I love the message. You know, I love still the ending always gets me. I love the fucking ending. Um, so yeah, I won't. I won't it's talk too much about it. But. Well, it's a classic for a reason. I will say that there's a lot of yes, Ripley. Uh, there's a lot of people who are genuinely scared of it though, too. Like my mom, I legitimately think that might be the movie she's most afraid of. And the, like, she refuses to watch it. She says it is so creepy to her. It, there are disturbing parts like the fucking boat scene. I mean, that's an obvious pick of a disturbing scene. There's more, but that part always scared the shit out of me when I was younger. Well, yeah, and I mean, just uh, I mean, on the general surface of it, you do have this weird eccentric billionaire who's sort of intentionally fucking these kids up, like manipulating them and then fucking them up. Yes. Yeah, and like, yeah, and then you know, and you have—I don't know—like it just there's some creepy parts to it. Now, I don't—I didn't give a shit about the remake because uh, then they just took that creepy factor and were like, it. You had to have Gene to play to to play it just perfect. Absolutely, but I just thought I just the the quirkiness of Johnny Depp was just I hate I hated it I hated everything every little bit about it I hated that so and now we're getting a uh, uh, a prequel with uh, Timothy Chalamet yeah yeah not I, I honestly I think I'm good on Willy Wonka I get. You know, it's a franchise that makes money, but I'm good on it. Like the one was perfect and I'm I'm good on it. I don't need anything else on it. I'm glad that you said that because I feel like, you know, being such a, a fan of that movie, I don't see where it's necessary to have sequels, to have remakes, to do a, a, a prequel. I don't understand. I, I, I get it because it's a fucking monetary issue. It's a money grab. It's, you know, and it's popular, but like, leave it be. I'm, like, yeah, and I, it, it's not like the last one was even really well received. I don't know anybody who is like, oh yeah, I really like the Johnny Depp one. 
Yeah. Like I'm sure it made a fuck ton of money, and that's why they're doing this prequel. But it's not like critically that I, I know of anyone who's like I don't know a single person who's like I like the Johnny Depp one more. I don't either, and, I, and I'm sure there's people out there. And if it's you, please let me know because I'd love to know what what it is that appeals. You know, because I, I I I tried, I gave it a chance, but even the kids are fucking weird. The way that he smile, it's just so it's just so overtly like creepy and it doesn't make sense like it just they felt like it felt like tim burton for force and then come up with a new character i'm with you but it don't. felt like tim burton to me that's and i don't even know if he made that fucking movie but it felt like tim burton and i'm sure he made that movie let me just double check here i'm positive i think he, i'm pretty sure he did all right because i think this was the when him and johnny wouldn't stop fucking making movies together uh the willy no wait that one was called charlie what the fuck was it called charlie in the chocolate factory yes right? charlie in the, yes god, that was 2005 oh my god we're old uh 2005 and it was directed by tim burton of course it fucking was weird yeah who would have guessed it's uh yeah all right. Well, moving on. <laughs> yes. Next pick. All right. This next one's a fucking weird one. And um, I know you've never seen this. Uh, this is No Holds Barred starring Hulk Hogan. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is awful. Um, it's um, <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> so you, but in the best way. Uh it is. Uh, I own all of Hulk's movies because yeah. they're all cinematic masterpieces in their own way, and mm -hmm. um, specifically Santa with muscles. But this is his magnum opus. This is a movie. Uh, I'm a wrestling fan. Every I've said this on the show before. Um, this is a movie written and completely written by Hulk Hogan and Vince McMahon, the owner of the WWE, and. No the rumor on it is, is that they, they got the script that they paid for someone to write and they, and they were like, this sucks. So then they went into a room with a bunch of cocaine and came out like four days later. And we're like, here's the script. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's and yeah. with cocaine in movies, apparently. Yes, and they make the best ones. Uh, it's insane. It's um, it's it takes place in a world where wrestling is the biggest thing on the planet. Like nobody gives a fuck about football. Uh, they have this wrestling match between uh, the bully from Friday and Hulk. And I, I mean, there's there's I can't even begin to explain the craziness that happens in this movie there's this weird romance thing where Hulk is the romance character, but he looks like Hulk fucking Hogan. So it just seems insane. <laughs> there's this insane jack off joke in the middle of this kid. It's a kid's movie, by the way. Uh, there's a, like, <laughs> there's a scene where he's like in uh, bed with this girl, but they're like work associates. And she's like, don't get any ideas. And then like, he's like, don't worry. And then in the middle of the night, she <laughs> She just hears like she hears like uh, 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 and and it's and it's him breathing like super heavy and she looks over and it he's like hanging off the bed and his ass is just like bouncing in the air and then she looks over and he's like just doing push-ups in the middle of the night and she's like he's like 
didn't mean to wake you. It's so funny. <laughs> I like it just it's a great movie to watch for just like what the fuck is going on here. Um, it also stars Kurt, Kurt Fuller from Wayne's World. Um, uh, he was um, the bad guy in Wayne's World. He's the bad guy in this, and it is pretty goddamn funny. I feel like that's a movie that I would like smoke and then watch it. If you like, if you if you appreciate so bad, it's good. Like it's it's one of the funniest fucking movies ever. Um, it's just so much so much like just like masculinity but like in the weirdest way possible like like they okay it was written by 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 vince mcmahon and hulk hogan who like know what professional wrestling is but somehow they like wrote it to be even dumber than professional wrestling is like they like they're having a contest so what's the contest gonna be wrestlemania or something that we know no it's the battle of the tough guys it's like what the fuck are you talking about? That's the dumbest name ever. <laughs> uh, it's in it, it just if you like big men going, ah, because that's half the dialogue. Oh, and Hulk Hogan makes a man shit his pants. And it's so funny. <laughs> There's a scene and I will I will for sure clip it. He's he grabs this generic bad guy and he holds him up and the guy starts crying and Hulk goes. <laughs> He goes, what's that smell? And then the guy just goes, dookie. And then like shit falls out of his pants. What? <laughs> so if this, sounds a, if this sounds appealing to you and anyone listening at home, go have yourself a great time and watch Hulk Hogan fucking destroy this movie. <laughs> we need to find that clip. Oh, I will. I'll send it to you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> like immediately <laughs> uh so that's uh, that was probably the weirdest one on my list there but i had to save that for the for the end did you have another pick i'll do one more okay one and i will pick who's that girl with griffin dunn and madonna i have no knowledge of this movie okay i like how we saved our weird ones at the end here what I'm looking it up right now yeah, she's uh it's it's like a classic 80s Madonna like when she had her short blonde hair, red lip, heavy mascara. And right. she's a badass and she gets picked up by Griffin Dunn who's like a uh a, a super richy rich and it's just ridiculous. There's a a leopard in it. Okay. <laughs> super weird and they fall in love and it's a great soundtrack because i loved banana when i was younger and it's just one that i'll throw on and just sit and watch a glass of wine snacks now is it is it genuinely good or is it because i'm not familiar with madonna's acting uh i think i've only actually i don't know if i've ever seen her in a movie um i love it because i loved dick tracy and i thought that she was good oh uh, Breathless Mahoney in that one. Yeah, yeah, she was Dick Tracy. Not she wasn't Dick. She was in Dick Tracy. <laughs> she was Dick Tracy was in Madonna. Um, yeah, probably <laughs> Ned Beatty or, or Warren Beatty. Warren Beatty. Warren Beatty. Yeah. Yes, yes. They they had a they. There was rumored they had an affair. Yeah, yeah. So but, that probably did happen. Yeah. <laughs> yes, totally did. But who's that girl? It's like a classic eighties, like co- comedy, like ridiculous. There's like uh, 
chase scenes and there's awesome chase scenes, but they're ridiculous, but they're still good. Like kind of like an action movie with these two dudes that are like chasing her. And then she, the, the leopard goes to this like rich guy's uh, penthouse apartment in New York city. And he has like a jungle with all these animals. And then she comes out in this like gown and Griffin Dunn is all, you know, dirtied and messied from the day because it's you know a crazy day with madonna and they have this like moment and it's i don't i just fucking love it so much you have to watch it okay i i love madonna so i'm i am uh i am a fan of uh you know i love material girl i love vogue i love i am i am a madonna fan um so I just, uh, yeah, I didn't really know she had been in anything besides Dick Tracy and Four Rooms. And, oh, and Evita. She was in Evita, too. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. Well, I got one last one that's kind of a cheat, but I want to I wanna go over it. Because to me, they're a day where you're just like, fuck it. I'm done for today. I don't. I want to turn my brain off. Yep. Would not be complete without Law & Order SVU. <laughs> yes. Yes, uh, I own all of the. Well, let me rephrase that. I own all of the seasons with Stabler in it, and then I just casually watch the others. Mm-hmm. And while SVU is obviously dealing with horrendous crimes, uh, there is something to be said about an SVU binge because you can get into one and seven or eight hours just flies fucking by. <laughs> well, I know that um, you talked about it before, and I know that you love the series. I do, I do. Uh, if, if you, it's just. Uh, it's this one that you can really get sucked into, um, and uh, like it's, 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 I swear it's, it's, pr- it's pretty goddamn close to time travel when you're watching it because it will suck a day away. <laughs> well, that's good sometimes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that that those are my picks. Well, those are amazing picks. Um, I'll I'll stop there. I mean, I could do a, I could do a TV show that is my comfort, which is yeah. talked about Parks and Rec. I got hell yeah. The whole Greg got me every single season, the DVD collection, and I could watch that. Literally, I could start it now and watch it, and then next week I could start it again. I fucking love it, Parks and Rec. It's one of those shows that I can watch on on repeat, like uh, I and I have before. Like it, it's very, it's very, it goes down very easy, uh, and you don't. It tends to just not feel repetitive. Um, I, I don't know. I very much enjoy the show as well. Yes, it's one of those like. When you want to feel good, when you want to just laugh, when you want to, you know, like just any kind of emotion. And I love, I love that show has that longevity because I'm forever grateful for Pawnee and Leslie Nope and little Sebastian. I, I, I wonder if they're ever going to do to that show what they did to the office. Cause it's made by the same people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, you know, they moved them to Hulu. Uh, both those shows are on Hulu exclusively. Yes. And so for the office, they have because uh, that's like one of their big draws now is because there's people like me who just like to rewatch it over and over and over again. They have <laughs> what's called the super fan uh, edition where they basically took in like a, a bunch of deleted scenes and they like stitched them into the episode. So the episodes are now like an hour plus each. Wow. Um, and they're but it, and it's weird, though, because it's like it. I actually don't like it. Like I watch, I'm I'm in the middle of watching them all because I mm-hmm. just want to see what was out there, but yep. it's different. It's different takes too. So like, I'll hear the same line that I've heard 
a thousand times, but because it's slightly different, it like it almost is like it like hits my ear wrong and it like it hurts my brain a little bit. <laughs> you off, you're like, wait a second. That's not yeah. how that was. Yeah, I'm like, that's not, and then, like, I have to think, I'm like, no, 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 I'm like, that wasn't the original cut, like, that's different, you know, and so, I, but, but it is kind of cool as a fan, now I'm getting to go see shit I've never seen before, I kind of think it would be cool if they did that for Parks and Rec, too. I would absolutely love that, I, I'll go back and watch the outtakes of, like, uh, Chris Pratt saying, like, one-liners, and, like, uh, Ben, and what's his name? god aziz i can't think of his name right now tom tom having a conversation and having to do the lines like six times and just literally laughing equally as hard as them because you just know it was genuinely that funny and i couldn't imagine oh. filming with them i, I would I and they're would not and they're having okay. a good time and yeah yes. i always I, I know the edit where andy jumps over the desk or whatever when they're trying to, <laughs> to and like just the, the, how many times they had to do it because he kept fucking like just cracking the crew up have you ever seen the one thing though i just, i'll say real quick just because i know you love the show but uh michael sure the creator of it uh was like i'm i hate he's like i hate chris pratt because <laughs> he he just off the top of his head, he said a line, which he's like, I think is the best joke in television history. And he's like, and I didn't write it. He just said it. And it's the one where, he, and it cuts to what he thinks the best joke in television history is. It's him going, um, it says here, you've been diagnosed with network connectivity issues. <laughs> like, <laughs> when he's doing, he's trying to look up WebMD and he's, and I just remember like Michael Shervey and like, he's like, he's like, I hate him for writing that because it's better than any, anything that I've ever written. <laughs> I haven't seen that, but he looks like just watching him with a Kim Kardashian joke about the, the best comeback. Yeah. And, and like that whole part. And then when he was trying to be the fucking dog or no, Aubrey Plaza was like, Oh, and you know, blah blah blah, because you just like me. And she does the voice, and she's hiding behind the fucking dog. Uh, I, I I I love some of the some of the, the 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 bloopers on that. I I always think of the one which I can't believe I, I didn't. I don't think it got into the episode, but the one where he's like, I wipe and I wipe and I wipe and I wipe. The brown marker still <laughs> still poop. It's like I'm yep. wiping a marker. <laughs> Did you see when he fucking shit his pants? No, like n not like he literally pooped his pants, but he farted like they, they go action and he stands there and it's like, it's the loudest fucking juiciest wet fart. And he's like, shit, my pants. And everyone's cracking up and they're all like covering their mouths. I'll have to put that in a clip and, and, and put that somewhere. But it's I would I, I want to see that one. Yeah, it's the loudest fucking fart. And he's just standing there looking confused. And he's like, looks up and then it's still going. And he's like. I'll just shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, back when I liked them. That's what, that's the other part. It's like, I like to reminisce about Andy Dwyer. Cause that's when I loved him the most. Cause, Cause he's such, he was he's, a sweet guy. He seemed like a sweet goofball. And now he seems like a fucking right wing crazy person. <laughs> the best representation of like a funny, like real dude. You know what I mean? Like just a, a, a good dude. And now he's a, prick he's just a yeah. fucking i can't with him yeah i now i get annoyed when i see him in a fucking movie agreed we know we know we know the hatred for chris pratt i mean i'm almost on that level too so 
Well, uh, that was, I believe, all of our our comforts. So we've we've discussed them all. Now we're all hungry and want to go watch some of our favorite movies. Uh, <laughs> yes, I'm. Yes. Uh, well, uh, if uh, do you have anything that you want to plug? Anything that you've been working on? I know you got Pretty Killer podcast is uh, is cranking out some episodes too. So you can why don't we go ahead and tell people about those? I mean, you could just go check them out. We got a YouTube page and got some cool people on and. Sam's going to make an appearance. We got to figure out when, because we have to go back to where it started. I will always do that. <laughs> so we're going to, we're going to pick that. And uh, I don't know. It's just nice because like, there's that, but like there's this. And I just love that I get to do both because it's fun to talk horror, but I loved like talking all the old stuff, like reminiscing and we like, try to keep, keep it. Yeah, this is just yeah. what we bullshit about anyway. <laughs> it is, but it's so nice to like have this as a show and have people like actually want to listen to us and it's just nice. So, and it's nice yeah. to be able to balance it and not have to worry about school. So, yes, check out Pretty Killer Podcast if you want. If not, stick with us here. And that's it. And we'll do yeah. we're going to do another live. The next episode we'll do live. We'll pick that. Yes, we'll, we'll announce that, that w- when that's going on. And I'll charge my phone this time. (laughs) Yes, please. (laughs) Uh, Other than that, I guess uh, like, rate, subscribe, share it, do all that fun stuff. Follow us on Instagram, follow our YouTube page, and we will see you later.